welcome to the Fantasy Campground. From harpies and hags to warlocks and werebears. There it is. How you guys doing today? Hey, what's up, man? Yeah. I went back to the all letters because somebody got pissy with me. You know, oh. there's only so much <laughs> alliteration you can do. Right. <laughs> Xanathar is not a Z. We appreciate you guys coming and hanging out with us. This is the Fantasy Campground podcast where we discuss all things D&D and tabletop role-playing games. Hey-o. Yes. I'm Lucas. This is Justin. Yeah. And I'm Michael. All hey, right. Hey, there it is. So today... Today is an around the fire discussion, which around the fires are our sort of general open ended discussions about all kinds of various things from small scale D and D to larger concepts of t- tabletop role playing games. And today we're going to discuss a very very broad topic, which is the planes of existence. The fantasy campground around. The fire. Absolutely, yeah. So if you're new to the uh, channel, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for giving us a listen. Uh, what we do is we take one kind of topic and one theme every week. So this week's around the fire. It's just a discussion. But, you know, next week it might be how to deal with this or mm-hmm. a uh, character creation breakdown. It's, we run the gambit here on the channel. So thanks for stopping by. And so, like I was saying, with today's around the fire discussion, it's going to cover a sort of thousand foot view bird's eye view oh, of I'm getting in I'm, yep. go, I'm going like three inch oh, satellite then, coverage. then you're gonna get really really conceptual yeah. dimples be, on a golf ball whew. oh man today the planes of existence please, please don't <laughs> this is <laughs> this topic the, the planes of existence is so huge and it varies from uh lore to lore from world to world Greyhawk and uh, Eberron and all kinds of things all have their own various takes on them a lot of them are similar a lot of them are you know, have their own little nuances and things like that. Uh, there's two big overarching kind of ways to deal with the planes of existence. Yeah. Uh, so you have, they're called cosmologies. Well, first, let's back it up. What exactly mm-hmm. is a plane, right? Mm-hmm. So it's somewhere uh, well, that's, it's not, that's not big here. metal bird right. that <laughs> flies through the sky. Yeah. It's a tube with wings. Wow. Now, what is, what is a plane of existence? Like, we, we say so, that... Like everybody kind of knows what that is, but if yeah. you're if you're not familiar with Magic: The Gathering or D and D specifically, I don't know where you'd come into. I guess maybe if you're very spiritual, you've heard of the astral plane. Yep, mm-hmm. but that's mm-hmm. about. I mean, the, yeah, there's planes of existence all over uh, fantasy, science fiction, all kinds of things, and it's just so, uh, it's a. I, I would say it's various states of being. Okay. Or mm. various states of the world around you. I always looked at it as. Um, Dimensions. That's that would that's be a good analogy. That's that's my synonym for planes. It's like, oh, this is the flame dimension. This is the astral dimension. Yeah, I guess you could think yeah, of it. They like exist that. along with our material plane, uh, which by the way, the material plane is just the normal plane, right? The, that's no, what, yeah, your normal that's the, the normal place where you reside. Yeah. Or, and the place where most campaigns will take place is, is the material. You're on a world it's got in the material plane. It. Yeah. <laughs> it, and it's kind of like uh, the material plane informs the existence of a lot of the other planes of existence. Okay. Uh, because a lot of them do end up mirroring uh, things that are on the material plane or they're, they exist because of things that happen are influenced on the material by plane. it. Yes. Yeah. So and, just, vi- and vice versa. They also. Yeah, for sure. So, Justin, you are exactly correct. Even in the actual Wizards of the Coast book, the Dungeon Master Guide, they the various planes of existence are realms of myth and mystery. They're not simply other worlds, but dimensions 
formed and governed by spiritual and elemental principles. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's They're like not a very space. simple yeah. way of describing oh, the planes are, are of existence. Are we talking outer space here? Are we going to do spe- Spelljammer contest? We're now in a Spelljammer campaign. <laughs> Curveball. So, yes, very much if By you, the way, if anyone from Wizards Coast ever hears this, Spelljammer for 5e win. Oh, my God. Yeah. I would give I up our campaign in a second to run a Spelljammer I spell think that's campaign. their end game with 5e before they probably go. You think, uh, not to get off topic, but do you think that's what the D&D next is that they're talking about no. next year? No. No. You don't think it's a spatial kind of thing? Mm-mm. Orbiting space planets? No, it might be one of the last things they do before that comes out. It yeah. is kind of a it's it's the it's the period on the sentence, right? That's what I think so. Yeah, it was in three point five, right? That was one of the last three and three point five. Yeah, yeah, was was Spelljammer. So let's get back on topic here. Yeah, the dimensions, um, planes, so existence. Michael was leading into it. There's what, what does exist? What is existence? Oh Jesus, I don't want to have this discussion. Before what is World real? Three. Um, <laughs> Michael was getting into it. You know the basis. If if you're if you're building your homebrew campaign and you're trying to really go as far out as possible, one of the first decisions about your your sort of universe will be the general cosmology of how the world is made up. And Michael, I think you were about to start talking about. Yeah. That. So you have the when you're building your campaign or even using an existing one or existing worlds, uh, you're going to think of how these planes of existence interact with the material plane. And you got to think of basically how they're laid out. And the two big ways of doing that, the two big cosmologies, are the Great Wheel cosmology and the World Tree cosmology. Uh, okay. And those are literally are those self-explanatory, D- pretty much. Are they in the DMG, or where can yes. you see these? So at? they are in the D- DMG. And are they mutually exclusive, or can one be within the other? Can you have a... Uh, a planar wheel within a tree system, tree cosmology system. I think they, I think they set up or are for they how things are. Con- I think they're mutually exclusive. I think because of how they interact with each other is different. But I could be wrong. I mean, is it turtles all the way down? <laughs> so yeah, you have the the great wheel, the world tree. Oh, and there's and a third one. I saw world the, axis. The world axis. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm a big fan of the uh, back of a turtle. <laughs> Everything exists on the back of a giant yeah. turtle. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, Lucas is right in that you kind of got to choose how the way these things work together. You got to pick and one. The, Stick to it. I would say if you choose the world tree, it kind of negates the way the wheel cosmology works. Okay, well, mm-hmm. I, let's go over the simple one first. What's the most simple one? Is the axis or is it the wheel? Because I feel like the tree is probably the most complicated one. The tree sounds like a Bible th- where it's like this begat that, which beget this. Kind of. It's uh, ba- loosely based on yeah. Norse mythology, Norse, the tree yeah. of Igrisson. Right, right, right. Uh, you so cut a branch and you lose a whole bunch of shit. The yeah, tree you, you of lose life, a whole yeah. bunch. I would say the world axis might be the simpler way to kind of think about Is that things. like spokes? No. So you have the world axis, you have the material plane at the center, yeah. and above that you have the astral plane, which we'll get into later. Right, right. Uh, and the uh, that holds the divine domains the uh what other people would call the upper outer planes uh and then below that you have elemental chaos at the bottom of which is your 
lower outer planes that people think of, the nine hells and things like that. Oh, okay. Think, I think a, I'm more familiar with that than anything. Because yeah. that, that represents what I think people would that's think of. That's the most as, simplistic explanation. Yeah, because at, at the is, very is base gods of it, in astral, yeah. below uh, is hells. You have and, your very biblical concept. That's of where I was where getting in the to. center. The gods are above that's, and everything else is that's below. That's what I, like I was going to get like, to. That's, I don't see how that's axis, but... It's the world axis. So you where's the y axis yeah. isn't in the and that's the x axis. And did I say that right? I, I don't you know said math. that wrong. Yeah. God, I'm so stupid. You got your positive <laughs> y is demi- for, uh, divine, and the bo- po- uh, negative y is evil. Now let me ask you this: What does standard D and D sort of run off of? I, I would think, think that axis. I think it's actually the cosmology. Uh, they're great. The that is, they're all cosmologies. They? Yes, they Thank are all you. cosmologies. So uh, a lot of them use the Great Wheel, uh, and then a number of them also do end up wheel. using the World Tree. I'm a fan of the Wheel, and I'm a fan of the Axis. I gotta admit, I don't know anything of the World Tree other than it sounds like God, Well, I played God of War, so I know like you know, however I mean, much I right, got from God of War. So yeah, the, yeah, the World Tree I, is is tip is your typical. I mean, you look at it like a tree. You have a you have roots. That work up into the world tree, and each of the roots represent different, uh, the larger subsections of planes. Okay. Uh, so, like this one uses. Well, you, is it a thing in the world tree where once one plane gets large enough, it starts branching into other planes? Like, mm-hmm. if you played on the material realm, uh, would the say, I'm just spitballing here. Would the realm of fire be a branch off of the material realm or would that be a root of the material realm? I don't have a good answer for that. Do all the elemental <laughs> planes, are they roots that feed into a material plane which then branches off no. into so, an astral plane? Let me like, just give you this here to kind of inform a little bit of that. So in the basic world tree, mm-hmm. you have the the world tree touch... <coughs> COVID. The three roots of the world tree touch the three realms. You have... Asgard and Outer Plane that includes Valhalla and all these other things. Oh, it is you literally have, the... Yeah, it is literally... <laughs> it's literally okay. North's exactly. Exactly. I thought it was just referenced by. Yeah. I you didn't have know it was literally Asgard and Nephilim. Midgard, and which is the material plane. Which, and yeah, you have that is, okay. Nephilim, okay. which is the underworld. Okay. okay. You have the Bifrost, the Rainbow Bridge is a unique <sighs> transitive Christ. plane. Okay. Uh, and then you have... I got it. Branches from that world tree that lead to places like uh, the River of Blood, which would be considered a fiendish plane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, neutral planes stand apart from them. Those might be your energy, planes of energy and things like that. Okay. Where the uh, mansion resides. That's actually demi plane. I like demi- the great oh, wheel. Okay. Yeah. I like do demi planes exist in a tree system? They do not. Or they wouldn't be on a cosmology. So what you're saying is that if once you choose your cosmology, you might run into issues on various spells that might screw with that. Possibly. Would no, you No, I would say there is no spell I mean, that you can mansion. cast that would interfere with that. So demi planes are a completely second uh, separate thing. Uh, they're just a little pocket. Dim- you were using that thing where you think pocket of planes dimension. as dimensions. Yeah. Okay. So a demi plane is your own little pocket dimension. Okay. And that is just kind of a bubble it separate from in, everything else. Blips out. Yes. It doesn't exist after you leave, kind of thing. Like peacemaker uh, for some dad's of them. Yeah. Fault. His closet. His little closet <laughs> is a demi closet. Definitely a. Demi-plane. I like how they never, they never talked that one like dialogue between him and and. Uh, well, I, that's definitely a thing that they're setting up for the future. Is you know, what that is. Yeah. Such a great show. I loved how it ended. It was really good. <laughs> so then you have the Great Wheel. 
and that is literally you look at it like a wheel you have the material plane at the center yep. and radiating out from that you have the other other various planes you have the inner planes you have the outer planes and then they have their separations therein and their overlaps because a lot of them you can look at like Venn diagrams where they're circles and where they yeah. overlap in between is another plane there because mm-hmm. of the interactions isn't I think that's what we're going to sort of center on tonight in our discussions is the great wheel cosmology. Correct. That makes more sense than focusing on Norse mythology. <laughs> it does, yeah. <laughs> so you can you can build if you have I think the axis actually kind of influences the wheel, right? Cuz you have the I, I kind of look at two those two kind of almost inter- interacting where if you take the wheel and you turn it on its side and then you have the above and below, and then the out, like inner outer elemental things spoking out. You have inner outer, and then the gods and 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 the hells are above and below that. Like I kind of look at those two as almost interconnected. Yeah, Am I, I would right say the a- I would say the axis, the world axis cosmology is a simplified version. Simplified That's version. That's what I think of the wheel. so. Yeah, because you're you're thinking about less. Basically, you take a lot of the various planes that are in the uh, Great Wheel cosmology and kind of either mush them together or group them together in a way that's easier to deal with. Okay. Okay. So let's start with the material realm. Why is this important? Because that's where most campaigns take place. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll know that it needs to be... We also see that everything goes into the material. That's right. So even though you're in like a fire or air plane or... (laughs) Like a plane of water, plane of air, not an airplane. That's <laughs> so, all you did there. Yeah. <laughs> so those all bleed into the material plane. That's what gives us a lot of like gins uh, and genies and and elementals mm-hmm. and those kind of things. Those are coming from those planes that have now crossed over dimensional into things into our material plane. Correct. Yeah, and you could say that a lot of things on our our. The material plane are influenced by things that happen on those elemental yeah. planes. So take in any kind of campaign that you have, you have to take that in consideration. If mm-hmm. you're messing with elemental plane beings that bled over, that means that in theory, your players could bleed over into that. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Correct. Yeah. And we'll what, get it. We'll get into yeah. that when we talk into the talk about the inner planes. Sure. So the material plane, though, that is. Uh, a lot of people used to think about it as just the world. The world. The world that you were playing That's in. That's how I think about uh, it. And we were talking about Spelljammer earlier. That kind of turned things on its head uh, because then you find out there's multiple worlds right. and those are all considered part of the material plane even though there's this space, quote unquote, in between them. Uh, but if you want to simplify it down for your campaign, you're making your own stuff, you can just think about it as the world where things happen mm-hmm. the world that everything resides on and the normal exactly the normal, the normal. Yeah. i like the normal mm-hmm. that's how i look at it because then you start looking at the fey and that mm-hmm. kind of shit and it's like okay well that's the, the not normal yeah, exactly yeah this is how it's different this yeah. is yeah not technically a plane oh really no oh, okay so we'll get on this uh, after we talk about the material plane here i know nothing <laughs> it's I, amazing. I, I actually had to, I had to look that up of, a long time of, ago. Of Justin is stupid. I, mean, I so, think this is going to be a long. But one. yeah, that's the material plane is where things take place. You could, if you have a moon that your players can travel to, that is going to be still part the of material. the material. Yeah. yeah. So it's just the normal place, right? As you said, the normal. 
where people live, things happen. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. A lot of times, most of the most of the people on that world don't interact with is other planes of existence. Is it safe to say it's the interaction? It's the uh, precipice of all the planes. They all meet, and that is the material plane. For like elemental, the plane wise. where all the materials exist. If you yeah. try to temper, like break like down, if you the look word. at like everything coming together yeah. in one pinpoint, that pinpoint would be the material, the material plane. plane. So yeah, if you're looking at the the Great Wheel cosmology, the yeah, the Great Wheel, right in the center, right in the it center, because that's where everything meets. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're you're thinking of from outward in. The way I usually think about it is from in out. That things get. Crazier. So, that, no, the that the things that happen here influence things that happen further out. Oh, oh. yeah. No, you're I gonna don't have see to dive. You're gonna have to I dive into that. Because, I see yeah. it. The, I see it. The outer make the inner. Yeah. So we'll, I'll, I'll I'll get into it when we when we hit <laughs> like on a pie. Various so okay, planes. but if I think if I, I look think, at like a pizza and the material plane is that little white uh, fake yeah, table. Oh, no, 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 no. So, okay, so think. Okay, so, <laughs> where everything meets. <laughs> so think about it like this. Like okay, so if it's a pizza and. The ingredients on the pizza are all different various elementals. And when you get closer to the center, that's where all the ingredients mix. Yeah, but and as, they're all lesser. You know what I mean? It's they're all, the all little, lesser. The right. little piece of the pizza, where on the outer, it's a giant crust of that flame ele- element. But when you get down to the middle, it's just a little piece. And that's what fire is on the material plane. Right. And as, Yeah, I guess you can you know look I mean? at it like that if you're bad at making pizza. Yeah, right. It's like everything the, it's, is burnt. It's the exact opposite of how you would want a pizza to be. Yeah. All of the ingredients are, but are are a lot heavier towards the crust, and then they get smaller and more sporadic as they get to the center. I like where your idea. little table is. Yeah, it's the pizza analogy. It's the pizza. Dimension. People always thought that thing was a little mini table. That's what I think it is. What else is it? It's it's, it's a, how you pull the pizza and you can hold the rest of it and pull it apart. Are you fucking kidding me? Yes. No, I thought it was for the box. It's so to the keep box the lid from coming down on your top. No, it's to use it to. <laughs> oh my god! You had a purpose for that thing? Yeah. No, that's strictly so the delivery guy can stack pizzas on top of each other and the cardboard doesn't no, no, touch no, no, the no. pizza. No, 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 no. It's it, no. It's so you can hold the pizza and pull the pizza. That is not a thing, sir. <laughs> I'm just gonna say I haven't actually seen one in many years. No, they don't do that anymore. Oh, they don't do the thing. No, they don't. But yeah, get, getting back on track, the, uh, the material plane <laughs> is, you, you, honestly, the simplest way to take it is your world. Yeah. And yep. the further That's out you get, you it, take yes. bits and pieces mm-hmm. from your world. If you want to create your own planes of existence, you take little bits and pieces from the material and make a plane out of it. Okay. So let's look at the first level. Plane. If you were to well, escape our world. Before we get to that, we have to look into, oh, okay. I'm sorry. you mentioned it earlier, and I, I said, so the Feywild. Oh, no. The Feywild is not a plane. Okay, moving on. <laughs> it is an echo of the material plane oh, in, no in a lot of things. Uh, it is considered an echo of the material. Is the it considered thing, a demi-plane? No. Hmm. So it's the same thing with the Shadowfell. The Shadowfell is, is also a, shadow a reflection or echo yep. of a... the material plane. Uh... Dimensions of the material plane. Yeah, you could think of it like that. So yeah. when I say I look at all the other planes as dimensions, that is technically wrong. You could, it, yeah, it depends, depending on your definition, yes, that could be wrong the way you look at it. Okay. So I yeah. like to think of the, the Feywild and the Shadowfell as their Mirror. Ref, reflections or mirror Mirrors. images of the material plane. But in uh, different views. In, yeah. So the Shadowfell hmm. is going to hmm. be, you know, it's the realm of shadow and it is a dark reflection of mm-hmm. what happens on the material plane. Whereas the 
Feywild is an entirely different matter. Yeah, uh, some so, see it as beautiful and and colorful, well, but it's also chaos. It's right? yeah, it's, yeah. It's also there's crazy things that happen yeah. in there. You can lose hundreds of years of your life. Come see our. So new I look there. at the Feywild as like pure <laughs> chaos. So the way I think that's of it good, is that's, that's not a bad way. The Feywild is a reflection where dreams and uh, aspirations influence things. Mm. And the Shadowfell is a place where nightmares yes. and depressing Horrors. thoughts and things like that uh, So in, in that analogy, that's awesome. if you were in the material world in a campaign, when the players go to sleep, they have a dream, is that them butting up against the edge of the Feywild? Or the Shadowfell. You could. So if you, if, you, Shadow if, you play, uh, if you play the Fey as you know, very into dreams and things like that, Jesus you could do it Christ. as your dreams deep. interact with Fey, your nightmares inter- interact with the entities of the Shadowfell. Uh, you could definitely play it like that. Wow. This is Okay, so for those who are listening, this is how, as a DM, you can have like the deep level answers for everything, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like this is... This is like the stuff of how you build like visions and like haunting nightmares is, you know, you have a character. Bleed from over sh- from this. It's bleed over from this. There's yeah. a char- there's an entity in the shadow. This that's area haunting of the forest you. is very uh, weak. Fae touched. To the fae. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. The fae can cross over very easily in this area. And yeah. so it you makes can, like There's a, a thin barrier in between yeah. the reflections. The mm-hmm. veil has been ripped. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. They did a cool thing. You know, they talked about... Uh, in in the legend of Vox Machina, how they, what is that? That's a show, anyways. But they were <laughs> the, the solstice ha- was happening, and there oh, was okay. a ritual that was taking place because because that's when it's the weakest. solstice was when the yeah. planes were the thinnest between each other. Yeah, the barriers. during that mm-hmm. solstice, and that's a cool thing that you can do with timing. You know, that's how you mm-hmm. can really, mm-hmm. you know, you can have real things attached to dates and say, hey, the solstice is coming up in a couple of days. You guys don't have a lot of time to bullshit around because yeah. that's just getting know, real. Shit's yeah. getting real because the yeah. planes are moving closer yeah. together. You know, you heard that, uh, you know, you heard or people know it may be common knowledge that during the sol- solstice, the barriers between the reflections get yeah. thin. Don't go into the forest on a full moon. People stay out of the forest, but the party yeah. may go. You know what? Let's fucking do it. Yes. And they go into the deep old woad and they slip into Woad. the Feywild. Yep. Or mm-hmm. they slip into, you know, it may be a dark, ancient uh, forest that no one goes into normally and they end up in the Shadowfell. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so you're saying the Shadowfell and the Feywild are almost on the same level? Yes. Yeah. I, well, polar, like the opposite sides of a coin. I. I, I would say yeah, you could say opposite sides of a coin. Uh, it's just where the, I would where say the material they t- plane is it standing in the where middle. The, so where the material the mater- plane is the yeah. coin standing on its end. Yes, one side's shadow, one side's fey. Yeah, yeah, you could say that. Oh, okay. I would also say it's like they are overlapped on top of each other at mm-hmm. the center of that cosmology. That's probably yeah. And you know, depending on which way you go, is where you end up. Okay, well, that's good to know. That's great. So let's take this material, Shay and and shadow, fey, fey and shadow, or the Shay and. How's how's that scotch over it's there? It's good scotch. <laughs> let's let's go one level out, right? Let's 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 bring it out one one stage. What are we looking at? So in between a lot of planes of existence, you have what are called transitive planes. Oh my god! <laughs> a, There's one that Velst has been to. Some of the words you might hear tonight are crazy. Yep. One of them starts with a Q. Oh yeah, quasit. Quasit. So no, no, transitive planes. You have the planes. astral and the ethereal plane. Okay, this mm-hmm. makes sense to me because I know um, 
uh, Velst in our campaign, which we run every Monday night, uh, go ahead and swing by at uh, twitch.tv backslash fantasy campgrounds. All one word. All one word. We just changed the name. Yeah, very good. That's good. I like it. Good plug. Yeah. First stream for that should be tomorrow. Uh, Yeah. Not not for when you're listening to this, but uh, (laughs) it will have already happened by then. Six months ago. Tomorrow. (laughs) So yeah, you have the transitive planes. You have the ethereal and the astral. Right. There are spells that deal with both of them. There's the astral plane monk, which completely deals with the astral plane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you have. Then there's this. There's a spell that clerics use that Velst uses, which is why I'm plugging our our pod or our uh, stream. Twitch stream, is that he uses a spell called Etherealness, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which allows you to go into the ethereal plane, which is the exact same as the material plane, but there is no gravity on the edges of it. It is, and everything's gray. Oh, okay. It is a misty and foggy you can plane. Go, you can go up, down, left, yeah. right. There are no, there are no. Things everything looks the same, but you can move through walls, you can move through floors, you can move through boxes, whatever. So nothing stops you, and everything's gray. Think of it like timeout. What you're speaking of there is called the border ethereal, where it overlaps the material plane. So there, so you have the same things that are on the material plane are going to be in the border ethereal grayscale, Mm -hmm. grayscale, misty and foggy. Yeah, uh, you can only see a certain amount of distance. Yeah. Yeah. Every location on the material and inner planes has a corresponding location in the ethereal. Yeah, so As, you could be on the plane of fire and, switch and then over go to into the, the ethereal, ethereal, and you'll see everything that's still on mm-hmm. fire, but it's gray fire. Correct. Uh, As you get further out, things get weirder, and you no longer have the, you know, oh, I know where this place is because this is on another plane. You start getting out of the border ethereal and into the greater yeah. Uh, where thing less things start making less sense. The way I look at it is, there's a movie back in the '90s called The Frighteners. Anybody remember that one? <laughs> oh, I never God. saw that. that yeah. is old, Michael yeah. J. Fox, The yep. Frighteners. No, never saw that. Never saw that. Mm-mm. Oh man, it's really good. Uh, Michael J. Fox is able to go into the realm of the dead, mm-hmm. and uh, basically that's what the ethereal zone. To me, that's what the etherealness uh, okay. is. It's it's every, everything looks the same, but it's where Gray. spirits reside. Right. Okay. Kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. No, I don't it's even remember that. The Frighteners? No. Oh, man. I don't great flick. That. You should watch it. So, is it other than, than the faculty? The faculty. Spring <laughs> <laughs> up a whole, whole bunch just, of battles. Welcome, welcome to uh, Fantasy Campgrounds where we review old 90s movies. <laughs> oh. No, I don't know the faculty. <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> it's not a good one. <laughs> I know Summer School. That was a good movie. I know what you did last summer. That's <laughs> better, better than any of these. So, anyways, uh, other than the ethereal, you also have the other transitive plane, the astral plane. Okay, uh, it is a realm of thought and dream where visitors travel as disembodied souls. They use this plane to reach the divine and demonic planes. So, I'm going to use a reference here. You have Fey and Shadow. Is that the same as ethereal and astral? Do we look at those the same kind of way? No, I wouldn't think of those the same way. These are these are actual planes, and they the way I see them, they kind of exist in between the it's, other planes. It's while you're stepping out. You're either yes. stepping out of the material plane into ethereal, into something else. You said transitive, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like the in-between state. So you're either going material, astral, somewhere else, material, ethereal, somewhere else. You can, you can use it like that, yes. Oh, so you can the, come out of the you can come out of the ethereal plane into another plane. You could, yeah. Ooh. I did not know that. Ooh. 
So, and I, I thought you I, could only come back out of the ethereal, bleh, mm. back out of the ethereal plane into your own. So yeah, and in both of these, there are portals or vortexes well, or however you, you want to do it that will that connect to other planes. Well, okay. Then. So the astral plane is a great silvery sea. Uh, it is the same above and below with whirling wisps of white and gray Ooh, that, was nice. that streak wisps among motes of light. light that resemble distant stars. So you travel the sea uh, of the astral. Ad- yeah, yeah, the yeah. astral sea yeah. is what it is. And if anybody wants to really dive into astral, go ahead and do the astral monk, right? What is that one called? The way of the astral monk or way of the astral fist or something? I don't As know. the fucking hands and... We haven't done monks in our uh, that is uh, it, it's not so much to do with this kind of astral, but but yeah. it is astral though, right? Doesn't it say it in the monk? Eh. I mean, I don't mean to sidetrack us, but I want to say that that and the celestial cleric. What what was that? The twilight cleric. Twilight hmm. cleric does kind of kind of goes into the astral plane. Uh, I think it does have a spell or two that have a relationship mm-hmm, to it. Mm-hmm. But the twilight cleric is more of a watcher in the dark that. Uh, it watches for things that bleed between the planes oh, overall. Okay. Yes. I do know that there is a cleric spell called Astral Projection. Yes. So what I that does... do not use that. Is, it's very expensive. Yeah. Well, because you're not Doctor Strange. It is very expensive. It's but very expensive. You can think of it like, like Doctor 5, in Doctor Strange where he has that disembodied thing where he comes out and he can float around uh-huh. and things yeah. like uh-huh. that. Because that's what happens when you travel to the astral plane. When you use Astral Projection, you are a disembodied spirit floating around yeah. the yeah. astral plane. Yeah. Super uh, expensive to go to the astral. Mm-hmm. Cheap as shit to go to the ethereal. Yeah, it's like it's like a dollar fifty. It's like <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, a lot of times, uh, it's going you'll, to Motel Six versus yeah. the Carlton. Yeah, yeah. I choose the ethereal. Mm-hmm. So it's in a, the, in a lot of settings, when you do that, there is a silvery thread that links your body through your belly button, right? I think so. Yeah. I think so. So <laughs> wow, as, as you travel, and if it gets cut, you are severed you, from your, your connection from your body, and he dies. Your body dies. How? But how can you see that thread? Can someone? Can you see it in the? It can be in tugged the astral. on. Yeah, you can. What you can see it once you're in the astral. Whoa! Whoa! That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also the main plane where I believe the Gith Yankee and the Giths arrive. Yeah, uh, I have heard. Yeah, the right? astral plane. Yes, you're yes. right. I totally forgot so about they that. They are essentially pirates, if you want to think of them like yeah. that. Yeah, mind pirates. Yep. So sometimes, wow. uh, occasionally, <laughs> bits of solid matter can be found here, but mostly it is an open and endless silvery ocean. Yeah. Uh, hmm. And I do believe when things like your bag of holding explodes, the contents the get transported to the astral plane. <sighs> Man, how cool would it be to be in a campaign that you go into the astral plane and you stumble across some other campaign's exploded that's, bag of holding materials? That's, that's like sixth level D, like tenth level DMing when you're like, hey, you come across all this shit floating in the astral plane. You see a short sword. I'm sorry, what do I see in the astral plane? Yeah, it's just a regular short sword floating around. You yeah, it. you could definitely play that up as a you know if you're playing your third campaign that's in the same world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and, yeah, and yeah, like the first time of, they played, something happened. Their bag of holding exploded. Yeah. All the contents. They get, put a bag of holding in a bag of holding. Yeah, or gets it, it kills the first party, and all their shit gets sent to the astral plane. Then the you know third campaign, they end up going there, and they're like. We, wait, we see what? We see what? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. There's a cloak a, that has this person's name in, uh, yep, a very, embossed a on it. There's a half-orc arm floating yeah. in the abyss. There's a blue bag of holding that has some very unique scribbles on it. And they're like, holy shit. 
So yeah, it's it's a neat it's a neat place to go. Yeah, uh, and there are a lot of caveats in how you get there and things like that. But it's also called transitive because it does link to a lot of other planes of existence. It is how things bleed through. Yes. Could you think of it like a road? No, it's specifically yeah. an ocean. Oh, okay, okay, I got it. Yeah, boats travel on oceans. So, yeah, that, you know well, I mean? that's the roads for boats, yeah, right? So. Boat roads. <laughs> that That is your one yeah. step out. That is uh, your kind of what links all of these other things that we're talking about here. Yeah. Boat roads. So going further boat out roads. is the inner planes. These are your... Typically six. Uh, there are other ones that bleed into each other, uh, but the main six are your four elemental planes. Yes. <laughs> I pointed, wow. I pointed I it. Did I pointed you want me to list them? I pointed it Justin okay. to have him list them. No, okay. It's fire, earth, water, and air. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And then you have positive and negative energy. Yes. Because that's the, the way I see this is the, the inner planes are your planes of energy of various kinds. You have. Inner. Energy, your elemental like energy, and then you have your positive and negative energy. Okay, and they all the way I look at this is like if you ever seen um, somebody blow like artistic bubbles, right? So they, how do you make a square bubble? Has anybody ever seen that? Yeah. Is you make bubbles all around a bubble, and the inside bubble makes a square? Mm-hmm. Is that's how I look at like the planes and material planes? Is like it's just a thin veneer of bubble skin. Uh, okay, that's like separating them. And so you have the bubbles on the outside all make up the square bubble of the material plane. So the inner plane is these elemental bubbles that all mesh up against each other. And where they meet are these other dim, are these other like transit or what are they called? Transitive. Quasi. Quasi oh, planes. And then where they meet the material plane is the transitive planes. And everything kind of bleeds through. You can put smoke in one bubble and move it to another. But it wow. requires you breaking that little bubble barrier. Yeah, we're all like bubble that. boys. Yeah, really, when it when it comes down <laughs> to it. So the uh, and then I've also read a bit where you can think of it as it is the these are the planes of specific matter and energy. So matter, as in the different you know earth, wind, fire, all that, and then you yeah. have the positive negative energy. As you said, we have five the four. Di- yeah, we have the different uh, elements that all have their own planes. So you have the plane of fire, plane of water, plane of air, plane of Earth, 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 yeah, and water, yeah. Mm-hmm. Power, or not Power Rangers, yeah. the uh, and heart, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> By their powers combined, <laughs> I don't know. He might be. You might consider him. Uh, what's his uh, Mati? Is that it? Heart? Is that motherfucker's yeah. name? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah, Mati. Uh, you might consider him as the uh, the positive plane, hey, positive energy. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like that Russian chick who controlled fire. <laughs> She's the best. Did you see the Rick and Morty episode where they did? Captain Planet. Oh, I did. Does, yes. Doesn't he date the female he Captain does. Planet? Did you ever see the uh, Don the Cheadle? Yeah, that the is YouTube the video best. of Captain I Planet. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, viewers out there, if you get a second, just Google Don Cheadle Captain Planet. Captain Planet. It's a four-part series. You're welcome. <laughs> it, it is. is. No, I have to watch. Don Cheadle plays Captain Planet, who does not care anymore. He yeah. just oh, hates geez. the it is world. The best. It's the best. It was, it's not even, what is it, uh, college humor? Yeah, it's a college humor thing. I think it's an old college humor. Yep. Thing. And it's hilarious just seeing Don Cheadle, of all people, in this like crappy little, uh, and Mati is played by uh, Pedro from um, uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's awesome. It's really good. So it is hilarious. It's Don Cheadle's best work, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Hotel, Hotel Rwanda. Rwanda. I can go fuck. 
Nah, that can go fuck itself. Like Captain Planet, Planet. Don Cheadle is that's that's my Captain Planet. That's my Captain Planet. Oh man. So the interplanes, yeah. the uh, planes of element, the elemental planes. Sorry, uh, where they overlap the material plane, uh, you will find that a lot of places it looks familiar. So you have an entire plane that is fire. Mm-hmm. But the closer you get to the material plane, the more things start looking normal. You'll see uh, arid landscapes. You'll have yeah. uh, cities and things like that. Right. And you, you talk cities. That's one of the most famous interplanal cities that exists is in the plane of fire as the city of brass. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like it, I, before, I even, before I even played Dungeons and Dragons, I've heard of the city of brass. Like that really? Was a, oh, yeah. That is something that is, I don't know why. It's one of those things that kind of bleeds over into a bunch of different content, I guess. Mm-hmm. But there's the a city place of brass. In, there's a place in Total Warhammer called the city of brass. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those things that kind of gets copied and repeated a lot. So when you're looking at the, the planar it's a cool fire, name. It's, that's one of the places closest to the material plane is that city. Right. right. Mm-hmm. There's even little portals within the city, I think, to go back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, it are. would be probably where your characters would go if they, they went That's where they entered into. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah the pl- since we're talking about the Plane of Fire, the, the closer portions where the City of Brass might be mm-hmm. uh, are the more hospitable locations uh, in a place called the Plane of Elemental Fire. Mm-hmm. The further still out hot. you get... Yeah, it's still hot. Still hot. <laughs> still hot. That's the one of you. further you get on this plane from the material... The more things become hotter, hotter. That your base <laughs> element, whatever it is, That's right. Right. fire, yeah, yeah, yeah. water, whatever. Are uh, there cities and other ones like the city of brass? Oh yes. Is there anything as popular? I mean, not as there's popular, the I'm sure, citadel. There- there's the there, there's a place in the plane of air called Aka, which is like this center city surrounded by the labyrinth of winds. Oh. I'm sorry, the wind labyrinth, which is a uh, a maze of air currents that could that can rip a creature apart and that's in that city of Aka. Mhm. Oh, it's around it. It's cuz yeah. the city is To get into the city you got to go through, through that this maze. labyrinth. Okay. Yeah. So the, you, you maybe there's not a place within the city to go back and is that to get out of the city as well? I don't know. I would imagine it surrounds it. Like so if you were the, teleported into the city of Aka. No, you th- probably have to go through it to get out. To get out, right. To, to get out into the wider plane of air. Well, man, if I had a fucking party of all Aracroca it's all fly. I would instantly be like, "All right, motherfuckers, you want to be all air crocus? So you can mm-hmm. be flying. You're now in the fucking plane of air. Yep. Good luck. Good <laughs> luck, bitches. The, now all you can fun. do is fly. You got to You got to get out of that labyrinth, and then you'll have a heyday. Mm-hmm. There's a so. place in the plane of water, like the Citadel of Ten Thousand Shoals, or something, which is which is like an underwater city. Yeah. You know, kind of like Atlantis. Yeah, it's like that whole uh, that one planet in interstellar that they go to and it's just an ocean planet yes uh, that's like kind of the way i see it yeah the, well <laughs> portions of it are like two feet of water but others are just infinite depths mm-hmm. oh uh, where you have this city of ten thousand trolls uh so i think one of the points you're getting at is most of these planes outside the material do have inhabitants uh, oh, and yeah, a lot of them sure. do have I mean, that's natural, what we're talking about it, right? natural like, denizens if, if they didn't have inhabitants mm-hmm. we wouldn't even really there's care. no point to yeah. go there right yeah, exactly yeah. so yeah you have you know maybe the party's looking for something and they find out that the only place they can find it is the city of brass and then they mm-hmm. have to somehow figure out how to get to the plane yeah. elemental plane of fire city and of then brass they have has to get to the city a of brass. whole bunch of vendors in it with like magical mm-hmm. items and shit so oh yeah the party definitely wants to go there yeah 
whether or not you let them is a, <laughs> yeah. a whole other story. And because of because these people live in a completely other plane, they're going to have different customs. They're going to have different ways of thinking of things. It's just going to be completely different than what they're used to. It's like in Dune where they spit on the floor. Yeah, yeah, you could like, yeah look at it like that. I'm sorry, that D&D. might happen on the material. It's called the City of Ten Thousand Pearls. Oh, that makes sense okay. for City the water. Of Ten Thousand Pearls. Yes. Okay. What about Earth? Is there an Earth City? Oh, of course. I know that's where the Zorns come from. Zorn. Mm-hmm. So that sounds familiar. What so, is that? It's those big rock golem kind of things okay. with. Uh, I think they have like three arms or something. Nice. They In, they mm-hmm. eat minerals. You guys encountered one, and I think you guys gave it some So all gems. the Genasis, right? Like, all the Genasis are plane-touched. Yes. Correct? Yes. So the air Genasi, plane-touched by air, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. That's why they're humanoid creatures, but they take on the appearance of basically the element of that plane. Yeah. Am I, am yeah. I wrong you, in thinking you, no, that? No, yeah, am you I, can... That's like definitely... If you're, if you're just looking at character creation... Yeah, that's definitely one of the ways you of playing If you pick a Genasi, that means they are... Born on the material plane, but touched by the... Yeah, you can play them as born on the material or touched by that, or they may have been born on whatever plane. Oh, okay. Plane, That's what I'm wanting to know. Are, are the there Genasi in every one of these planes? Oh, I would imagine. Yeah, just the way that there's yeah. uh, the jinn, various jinn come from things Shit. that have died on those planes. I just made that connection. Jinn and Genasi. Ooh. <laughs> I did not ever think of that. Uh, notable locations in the elemental plane of Earth: uh, the Iron Crucible. Makes sense. Yeah. Ah, I completely blanked on that, but I had heard. Yeah, yeah. The Iron Crucible is a big one. Uh, the Great Dismal Delve, the Sevenfold Maze Work, all kinds of great, awesome places. Yeah, light so, exists in all of these, though, right? I so mean, granted, the air light does exist. not exist yeah. in the furthest reaches of the plane of Earth. As you get further and further out, there it's is space. no air. Yeah, because yeah, you're getting rock. further away from the mm-hmm. other planes. Mm-hmm. It's just oh, yeah. all it Earth. It's, there's no. Would there be light vacuum. out there? I, I don't know. I don't think that so. would be up to the DM. I would think light would come from the radiance of the fire. I think as you get furthest out, it's just pure like. When you get to the furthest reaches of each it's plane, it's literally element. just pure fire. Oh there is God. no, it's there is There's no. There's not op- even creatures out there. No, it's, it's just, just burning pure, fire. Exactly, exactly. There is no reason to go there. I would send you there to, to rip die. up your, to rip up your character <laughs> sheet. Like it is, it is the edges of the map. It's the edge. But you the know, edge of the water plane <clears throat> would that just be the ocean? Well, it's just pure I mean, water. It's there's there's nothing. I there's, mean, that's not that bad. Well, there, there, there is nothing. There's no air. Characters no can nothing. only swim for so long, right? <laughs> yeah, there's no oxygen for triton. you to breathe. You Fucking know? tritons. It's, it's meant to be. You know, the part of the game where you die. Period. You don't. Period. You don't exist yeah. anymore. Or you could make it. They have to go out there for some reason, and it's going to take a lot of prep. Oof. Right, like have, the ultimate prep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it's on the outer reaches of the plane of fire, and they have to figure out how to survive out there. Okay. And with my bubble analogy, those all those planes touch each other too, or some of them touch each other. So, like the Earth touches fire and water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in those overlaps is where you get. We were talking about this before we started the podcast. Quasi planes. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's that keyword I was mentioning earlier. Quasimodo, the planar dwarf. Hunchback. He was a hunchback. He was a hunchback. Not a dwarf. don't church it up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you have uh sorry there's quasi and then there's para okay so the para elemental planes are the interactions between two, two planes. planes of elements okay 
So, so have, Earth to Fire is the plane of magma. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Yes. Combine mm-hmm. the Makes two, sense. you get molten rock. Mm-hmm. Molten rock is magma. There's a name for it, though, right? Sorry. Plane no, of magma. The, yeah, it's the uh, para-elemental plane of magma. Yeah. Also known as the fountains of creation. That's what I was... Th- yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah, what I was so th- they all like have these other... Yeah, yeah, they have yeah, these yeah, fancy yeah. names. Sure. Yeah. And the Greek conflagration, frost fell. Yeah. So yeah, the the plane of the para elemental plane of smoke is the great conflagration. Great conflagration, which is fire to air. Yeah, also kind called the plane of ash. Would you say which gets weird because there's another plane of ash later on? Mm -hmm. Would you say that the elemental planes are easier to cross over than the material to an elemental plane? Like, would it be easier to cross over from the plane of fire to the plane of air? Yes. Than it I is would, to cross over so. the plane, the material plane to the plane of fire. If I was DMing, no. I would, if it was my choice, I would make that, I would make Super that easy. journey easier. That's just an edge. Yeah. I mean, you would start, I would look at it almost like a border. Yeah. yeah. It would start bleeding over. You'd get, you'd get that para plane thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you would eventually have to make you'd be it, in air. You would have to make it through the, the para plane uh, to get there. So I would say that'd be kind of hard. Whereas the way I, I would run the crossing over from material to elemental is there Almost are like a door. there are places to do it. So you go yeah. find a volcano, and there mm. could be a jump in that shit. Well, it could it could be <laughs> jumping in the volcano, but Wee. there could be a portal there Yay. because the uh, the interaction the between is. the yeah. material and the fire is so thin mm-hmm. that you hmm. can just get over or. Uh, I dig that concept. Yeah, the plane of water, they have to go out to the deepest parts of the ocean. The Marianas Trench is the the way to get in. Yeah, Uh, Hell, there could be a portal to the elemental plane of water down there. We would never know. Send James Cameron. We'll find out. (laughs) Hey, James Cameron doesn't do what James Cameron does. (laughs) That's the kind of stuff where if your players are really creative... You know, they can find the stuff. Like, instead of just saying, all right, well, we'll just go hire a wizard to, to send, send us, us to send yeah. us there. If your players are really creative and, and they find a way themselves, yeah, yeah. you can I make like it like, that. all right, you, like yeah, that. there's a door. You don't even have to use magic very hard. Like, yeah. your wizard can basically just open a door Oof. to the plane of, yeah. to the plane or, of water. Or, hey, there's a comet coming. Sozin's comet is yeah. coming by. Oh, Avatar God. There. Sozin's well, comet is coming by, and there's this one volcano, the tallest volcano in the world. When the comet goes overhead, the uh, there's a thin barrier, and you can enter the elemental plane of fire at that time. Ooh, if you jump yep. in just the right if you're moment, just yeah. the right moment. You think you think you're gonna die. You're gonna end up in the lava, and all of a sudden, you end so up. Uh, oh, that's I, so cool. I would love to bring it back to our campaign. That's every Monday night. Uh, the thing I'm talking about is we're at <laughs> high enough level now. We're at level 17, and a few of us have plane shift. Yes, uh, the cleric and the druid specifically, which is the, the for which is the big spell for switching in between planes. Correct. That's, so this is a thing where you can just you have to just name something on that plane. What does it require? It requires something attuned to that. So plane. That's, it's yes. not a. So you can spell only go to one place. It's not Mario's whistle, or where no, you can just whistle yourself not. to another plane. You have to have something. Correct. Yeah, and yeah, so you have to find uh, an it's artifact a thing where the, or something. The cleric can't do it at all because he has nothing attuned to any other plane. Right. The druid is able to do it because she has a trident that's been attuned to the plane of water. Mm-hmm. Right? No, it's to the material plane. It's to the material plane. Yes. So how so how will so she, she everything get, I have she is can get back so that's the you, that's the argument you can make is if they accidentally find themselves there they can get back now they can get back because they have something most everything they own is from the material plane okay I mean yeah. okay 
It's just got to be a two. So how would you? So so let's say you needed to get to the fire plane and you have plane ship, but you don't have anything from there. You would have to find something attuned to the fire plane before you can cast plane shift to take you to the fire plane. Mm. So, so you it's either have things, to find someone who's been there or we've find all, something that's crossed over. Correct. We've been talking about bleed over, you know, genies, gins, ifrits. You know, things come from the city of brass. You could find something, some dragon horde somewhere might have a fucking lamp of a freedy. Okay. You use that plus the spell. That is the component, and you can get to the fireplace. Got it. Granted, Got you it. have to be level 16 to even. Right. Yeah. Hopefully it. by then you have. You know what you're holding. <laughs> exactly. Like, well, we you this, don't. We had this red dragon skill from fucking six years ago. Oh, yeah. yeah well, that's yeah, that's attuned to it. Yeah. There cool. we go. Over there. Yes. So, when speaking about the planes, these are... I'm, I'm now, so, just before ahead, we get ahead. off this, I want to point out that we have also... We've made this mistake again. Uh, it's Uh-oh. not an item that's attuned. It is a, uh, a forked metal rod... Attuned to the particular plane of existence. So you need a forked metal rod uh, worth a certain amount of money. 250 gold. 250 gold. So a pretty pricey forked yeah. metal rod, rod. And it's got to be attuned to a plane that you want to go to. Right. She, she does it because she has a trident, which is technically a, a forked, forked metal, metal rod. rod. <laughs> and it is attuned to the material plane. That's the way we played that when you guys yes. wanted to, to plane shift back to the Correct. material. Yeah, it uh, works. So, and that's just, that just goes to show that, you know, we have the, you know, you read it one way a long time ago and this is the way you remember it. But yeah. it's also, ha- honestly, I as your DM right now, Screw the forked metal rod. If you have something that is attuned, that's what I would do. Is yeah, how I would, I would play that, that the same way. That's, like, it doesn't too. have to be a forked metal rod. You find that's a lamp so fucking ridiculous, that's from though. the plane. You can use that because to get it's to that not plane. consumed during the spell. No, so you just use that as like an attuning. It's a thing. focus. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at yeah. that level of magic, like, come on, honestly, like Avalith is pretty strong magician at this point. Like she can touch something that's from a plane and go to that plane mm-hmm. like very easily. That's I mean, she it, can make that's portals the rule through of cool. trees. That's the rule of cool where it should work like that, yeah. you know? Yeah, so that's... Uh, whereas a DM, I would kind of rule out the fork and just something that's attuned It can't be it. something like a kobold's foot, you know? It's, it's, no, yeah, You know, yeah, it's yeah, gotta yeah, be... Yeah. I would say it's gotta be a magical object. I would say probably that's the minimum. All right, let me, let me bounce an idea off you. You're battling a creature... Say you're battling an Ifrit, right? From the Plane of Fire. Mm-hmm. Got it. During the battle, one of your players grabs a bracelet off of it and keeps it. You know, sleight of hand, something was in the middle of battle, somehow was able to keep a item of clothing off this ifrit. Would you allow that item of clothing to be the attuned thing for later on and, for the astral or for the planar travel? You and I were having a discussion the other day. I'm not going to say what the discussion was because it wasn't meant for the podcast, but <laughs> there's a line. Right, there always has to be a line uh, yeah. when you decide something. My line would be if the item is magical. I mean, anything in a frit wears is probably. I don't magical. say that. Is no, it jewelry? No. Is you it think jewelry? it's just a random that's, brass bangle? Well, that's. I would. <laughs> so let that's. So as a DM, I would certainly allow you to try. But while you were figuring that out, I, as the DM, would. Be, I mean, these so, are two different time periods, mm-hmm. though, right? Like fifth, sixth level, you fight a an ifrit. And you steal something off of it. You know, 16th level, you're like, hey, we need to get the plane of fire. Oh, I forgot we have this, you know, pantaloons of Ifrit. <laughs> Pants them in the middle of battle. <laughs> 
And we're going to use that to get the plane of fire. Are they magical? Yeah, I mean, they're fire retardant pans, right? So we did. We, so called, we, it's called flame retardant, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so we had an episode a while back where we talked about the various forms of gin and, or genie, genie, uh, we'll gins being it. one. We'll never get it. Uh, where we talked about Ifrit's. Yeah. And I, uh, as the DM, would cer- certainly allow them to try. But during that time period, I would come up with where that Ifrit got all of its various items Oof. of clothing. And if you just happen to pants him and steal his pants <laughs> and those those Naturally. things he happened to steal while on a on a raiding party into the material plane well then they're just you might from just the material find plane. yourself transported right. to the material plane when you drive damn it yeah. <laughs> it sent us home yeah, yeah. my line okay. would, my I'm line would be purely magical purely it, you magic. know if it's if it's something you that defeat he owned. the ifrit and out falls a stone of of Everlasting flame, kind of thing. You'd probably be able to use that. To that's get probably yeah, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I would say that's or probably. a sword that was you know forged in the city of brass. Yeah. Yep. That, oh, okay. that one, yeah, 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 yeah. That one has been touched. That was made. You know, that was made in the city of brass. So yeah, mm-hmm. that one would go right there. Yeah, attuned to that plane. Right. Yeah. But just some earrings from the Ifrit. I don't know if I would allow that. Just you know, we found some jewelry on him. Like we found some gold. <laughs> no. No, he's a raiding party, so no. he might pick up shit every. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Sends you to the ashtray. So on the other side of that, you know, who knows, you find a, you know, during a particularly cataclysmic volcanic eruption, Mm -hmm. uh, you pull out a piece of obsidian that was formed that just happens to be attuned to the elemental plane of fire. Yeah. Popped through. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Or because of the forces uh, from the plane of fire uh, interacted with that volcano, causing the most cataclysmic eruption in known history. I like it. And so you go and get a piece of it, and therefore you can use that to travel. Oof. That right there... Has some world building. That right Just there... Just having volcanoes that your it, players exactly. like... That right there is how you can have world-altering events in your campaign that have real backstory. Mm-hmm. Like, you can, you know, randomly roll and say, okay, this was... There was a war in the Plane of Fire... And there was a major battle, and it caused this volcano to erupt in a style that's never happened before. And now your players can go figure out what that was. That can lead into a number of threads. This, you know, these elemental planes allow you to have a lot of depth to possible narrative threads and things you can do. Okay. Well, I have a big question about time. So we've talked about the Fae and how time reacts differently there. Does time react the same way in the inner planes of fire, earth, water, air that it does to the material planes? Now, you say a battle that happened to happen in the plane of fire bleeds over into volcano. Uh, does If you travel to that fire plane, does time work the same way? I would say... On paper? I mean, granted, it's your campaign. You can make it work however I think, you want. I think would so. Would it work the same? I think so. I think the Feywild has a specific mechanic. It's just chaos in yeah. the Feywild that causes time to go all. Yeah, I mean, timey you could, wimey. Yeah, timey wimey. You could you could make time pass the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it were me, I would. Is there anything officially that time tra- like is the city of Brass only a hundred years old? But you know, it's lasted for a millennial in the material plane because every time somebody goes back there, it. it I mean, it's a, it's a, like a meeting point of times. I think so. 
I, I would play I it don't like know. that. I yeah. If there was that's a, what if, I'm asking. If there was a battle, we've talked about how time is affected in the Feywild. Time is probably affected in the Shadow Realm. Time is definitely affected in the Ethereal. So yeah, I don't think there's. Uh, I mean, I've read a bunch about it, and I haven't really seen anything time specific for other planes. I do okay. know time re- time's relation between material and Feywild is kind of random. Gets a little weird. And then the astral plane, things don't age in the astral plane. Right. Yeah. Mm. Same with ethereal. I don't know. I don't think I read ethereal. I do I know I read astral. I don't think anything ages in the ethereal. I think it's like a time stop. That would make sense. Like you age because you're from the material, but I think everything within the ethereal. I could see that. Is like if you break a box and then instantly enter the ethereal, it'll be like shatters of a box. You know what I mean? And mm. then until you leave, that's how I always looked at it. Is that it's basically like a time stop? Okay. Grayscale yeah. kind of thing. So yeah, I could be a, wrong. Yeah. I could be totally wrong in that. Using using the uh, the since we're talking about planes and realities, reality can be anything <laughs> you want. <laughs> right. At the end of the day, it's really your decision. Okay. Using our plane of fire and, and war volcano analogy, mm-hmm, I would say if mm-hmm. you're if your players happen to be near this said volcano and have an ability to go into the plane of fire at the moment at the time it was erupting, That's I think the they warp. would I think they would enter into a battle. Absolutely. You know, I would say that battle Absolutely. is taking place right then. Okay. So yeah, I would say I things are happening that. simultaneously. So we've talked about this inner realm. We've talked about the four elements, the para Para elemental planes, planes that, that in between uh, the yeah, in different between. elemental planes. So yeah. let's let's one step back even from that. Let's talk about these outer planes. What in the in the cosmology of this wheel? You said that there's an inner and an outer. The inner is the mm-hmm. elemental. What is the what are these I outer have an planes? <laughs> Mine's an outer. So before we get into it, I'm going to get another beer real quick. Okay. <laughs> Seems like a great plot point for a campaign is uh, the. The players hear about this, you know, massive volcanic eruption, and they go to investigate, and they start talking to. uh, As they get closer, they roll into survivors and you know refugees fleeing the Mm -hmm. immediate area, and they start talking to people, and you find, you know, the few survivors that were close enough to the volcano that lived to hear the tale start telling these crazy tales of during the eruption they saw uh, battling people among the magma. And like oh, the fire plumes, shit. they they saw ghastly, you know, ghostly yeah. warriors and things. And everyone's like, "Oh, you're just crazy from yeah. a volcano eruption." Fumes. The more the more they uh, you know look into it, investigate into it, they find they're like, "Wait a minute, what the hell's going on here?" And then they, they start finding find weapons. And they can find a weapon, like you know, in the the uh, mm-hmm. cooling magma, like stuck in there. And they're like, "What the hell is this?" Hell they find yeah. something attuned to the plane, and they, they do a plane shift. A plane shift, and there's the remnants of a battlefield on the plane of fire. Does the plane shift spell? Skull I don't skull know. Thrones. Offhand, do you have to say where you're going, or is it just wherever that forked thing you is can, attuned to? So it's the attuned to the plane, and you can try to name a destination. Mm-hmm. What if you? Do, what if I just find an object? And I'm like, this feels like it's from another plane. Can I just be like, I'm going to cast... Would- Plane shift and see where it takes. As a DM, that's where I would I would say that's just fine. We can do right. that, and I would roll, <laughs> and I'd roll for, and I'd have a list of destinations in my head. Like, well, I mean, if you have like a molten rock that won't cool down, obviously it's probably from the fire plane. Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying no, I'm saying in that plane. Yeah. Like, okay, yes, I know that's from the plane of fire. Now we're gonna if roll. If you for have see a where flask you go. of water that never runs out, 
you know, the players might just think, oh, yes. this is a way I can keep rations for water forever. Yep. But you know it's, it's You know it's plane. actually attuned to the water plane. Oh, my God. If There's somebody so tacks, many. If somebody, like, in that, that guy who has that flask on him, cast plane shift, he's just like, I don't want to see where it takes me. And you're like, you, plane, yeah, there you go. Because so, of the flask on your hip, you're now in. <laughs> yeah, you can specify a target destination in general terms. You can, you're not specific. So if you name the city of Brass on the elemental plane of fire, you appear in or near the destination. So if you're trying to get to the city of Brass, you might arrive in its street of steel or beyond uh, before the gates of ash leading into it, or you might be looking at the city across the sea of fire. Amazing. Oh, Amazing. You, yeah, you can see it. Yeah. yeah, it's there. Yeah. It's right there. You got it. Yeah, so exactly. I, the way I would play that is that, you know, they're there at the volcano. They they investigate. They find something. They plane shift. And I would put them uh, probably on a mountain that's Two, analogous. Two, three hundred feet away. Kind of uh, you, know, you could see Close it. to the location of the volcano. Yeah. And they're looking down on a desolate plain with the remains of a battle. Oh, my God. I love it. I love There's it. so many great things that you can do. I, yeah. I, I, in, I thoroughly enjoy planar travel just because my first experience with any kind of fantasy gameplay kind of thing was Magic the Gathering, which is planeswalkers. I mean, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. So you had different people from different planes already. Granted, their planes are a little more specific. It's like Innistrad is a plane. <laughs> Right, you know, I would, yeah, I would. Ravnica say, is a plane. Planeswalker, <laughs> like, in, oh, okay. um, it just means other world. Got yes, it. yeah. So to me, that'd be like going to the. So if you wanted to say that all these D and D world, which I think at one point they said all these D and D worlds exist on the same, you know, material plane. It's just they're different uh, planets that these things are taking place on. So oh, no it, kidding. So th- Where they, they that was that? kind of a thing. Um, that was back 3.5 or something? It was or? back in the day, I think. it was, it, And it wasn't an official thing. It was just kind of like, yeah, they could they, all exist. It's a different planet. So planet yeah, if, fire. You were, if you were... Tra- no, not the planes. The actual, like... So you have... Um, oh, Innistrad. Yeah, you have Faerun is mm-hmm. this planet. And oh, then you have, like, Orn oh. is another planet. Uh, and then you have another planet for, uh, you know, whatever other campaign. I do know, like, I've read that book, The Theros... Mm-hmm. Uh, which okay, is, is a Magic the Gathering that is bled over into D&D. And one of the things there is they talk about it as a uh, basically another plane of existence, like a, a place you would travel to where gods are real because the people make them real. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They believe in them so much that they exist. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, and that brings into the whole, like, on your material plane, are those gods different than these gods? Are, are these pantheon of gods real just because the people in the material plane make them real you know what i mean like it can really yeah. mind fuck a which lot is of a, your which is a good uh, good segue because yeah. you asked let's get into the outer exactly of the thank you sir so and that's where we get into the realm if of anything gods. i look ahead there you go you know so uh you think of the inner planes as basically raw matter and energy i the outer planes are basically the uh the thought, uh, uh, sorry, they are the stuff of thought and purpose. Yeah. This is the dreams, wishes, uh, timey whiny things. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, yeah, I know specifically I looked into like uh, Bahamut, right? The pantheons and gods and where mm-hmm. they actually come from and, and these kind of things in D&D. And one of the big things is that it's a <laughs> nougat if you will, of like reality, it's it might not be real. 
Exactly. Hmm. So it gets yeah. out into that realm, and it's not necessarily a real thing. Right. Yeah, the the okay. things in the... So most scholars, in the way that your players would learn of the Outer Plains, mm-hmm. they're going to be called things like the Divine Realm and things like that because it, they are best known as the home of the gods. Yeah. Okay. Good or bad. So of the gods, when speaking of them, you should use metaphorical language... Uh, because their homes are not literal places. Everything Correct. there is basically takes form from thought. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I equate this to, if you ever seen The Matrix 2? Oh, it's the two. good one. Uh, not a good one. But he gets stuck in like a subway yes. station. Yes, <laughs> With like an Indian family. Yeah, the conductor. Yeah, yeah the, conductor. the conductor. Yeah. So I look at that as like this kind of outer planes. It's like, this is what you think it is. But it's it might not be what it, it might not be what it actually the is. It's not, I, and I want to iterate that it's not what you think it is. It may initially be what you think it is, but it's all at the whims of whoever controls, right? Of more powerful beings than yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the outer planes are split up into the upper and lower. The upper being the home of the gods, the heavens, uh, the, the like good, call the heavens, the heavens, the good aligned. Uh, Gods and entities, mm. the lower being the evil aligned. Mm-hmm. So heavens in, and hells. Yeah, in a lot of places. So in I think the main kind of cosmology that a lot of D and D takes place in, there's I think they said like sixteen of each almost. Oh no, kidding! Because a lot of them align with the alignment chart, except for true neutral. So you have you Hardest you have a pl- you have an outer plane that equates to lawful good, neutral good, chaotic uh, chaotic good. good. Chaotic then you evil. have neutral uh, lawful neutral. And chaotic yeah. neutral, mm-hmm. and then you have lawful yeah, evil, yeah, 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 yeah. chaotic evil, neutral evil. Is this a thing where it's hard? Do you have to pass through the inner planes to get to back to the outer planes of above and below? Like if you're in an above outer plane and you're trying to get to a below outer plane, would you have to travel have through to go the around inner planes? or through? Mm-mm. I, I want to do they so, touch. I would say the inner planes are what touch the material plane. So it's easy to get, you know, you can outer find a place to wispy. get through them. Whereas the outer planes themselves don't really are, don't really touch it's the material plane. Spells, it's, it's, mm-hmm. there, it takes you have more to be a work god to get, to get there. Yeah. So you need intervention, you need a spell, you need something to get Pay that troll to toll. The, you got to pay the troll toll. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we ain't got no toes then we don't get no rolls i thought that one myself <laughs> so this uh the close so even though you're on the outer parts okay uh, when you get to these planes the parts that are closer to the material plane i guess on the wheel since we're talking about the wheel cosmology sure uh the parts that are closer to the center would be places that you're more familiar with so you may find yourself in a uh, a forest that seems normal, but the further okay. you go past the forest and the further you get, the more things get surreal. You can skip it, is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You can skip the inner and go straight to the outer. Yeah. Uh, trying to get... so I'm just wondering, like, it, for a player who's, like, trying to move through the planes, do you have to go through the inner elemental planes to no, get to no, the no, outer no, 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 no. So what I'm saying is, so if you're looking at these, if you think of all of these planes like circles... Uh, and they're set in various distances. So the inner ones, those kind of so- sometimes overlap with the material plane. These outer ones don't have a way nope. to interlap, overlap. 
So they're further out. There's no real... But you could find gateways somewhere. Mm, that may be up to the DM. I personally would say probably no. Good fucking luck unless you're dying. So I would yeah. say you probably have yeah. to be taken there. It's kind of the concept that you can't get there unless someone takes you there. In reference There's to our campaign again. Or you're taken or something like that. Yeah. Um, have we seen this outer plane when we die and go meet Bahamut? Like I've died a few times yeah. during our Monday campaign, yeah. and I have I, I think have three literally face to face with Bahamut. Three of you have had face to face in Bahamut. the uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows train, train station. station. <laughs> like, like it was, yeah. yeah, it does. It was uh, so it did for for most of you. It was started that off the in that outer white planes? place. Yeah, was that the outer planes? Would you so say if that if, could it, be the outer planes? If plans? you don't carry this knowledge back into the campaign, I would say I mean, yes. I do, this was but Bahamut's, right? This was Bahamut's plane of existence. And as I was saying earlier, where the plane, these planes in the outer circles, okay, um, they exist and the things that are there exist at the will of whoever controls it. That makes sense. So you... When you all died, you were pulled uh, by the there. will of Bahamut. You were, your spirit you was pulled see there, an existence. and you Could saw you? what he wanted you to see. Correct. So right. and that it makes started sense. off. So sense. when Velst had his near death experience or his death experience, uh, <laughs> he know he it started deep. off yeah. a white, <laughs> just endless void. I did okay. And then as you walked around, <laughs> you found yourself in the burned out ruins of Tark. Correct. And that was because Bahamut you wanted were, you to Bahamut see wanted you to see it, and he Correct. wanted to meet you yeah. there. It so, was a. Uh, Transition of sorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Who so if I you see? really want to think about it. I just want it, some answers. It was <laughs> a, I just want answers. If you really game. wanted to think about this it. This whole podcast is just me wanting answers for what Vels yeah. has gone through. So if you wanted to think about it, it could have been that was your interpretation of the astral sea. And <laughs> he pulled you into to Ark, which was on that. his plane. I can see that. Who did Narius see? I, who have I spoken <sighs> with? I don't know. Concussion. You talked to, you talked to Bahamut. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Who was somebody saw canaries, right? Who was the everybody's seen canaries? Everybody has seen yeah. it at this point, yeah. canaries. So, so what is there in the outer planes? Like, you can definitely define fire, water, right? Is as there easy anything, for the inner? Is there, so, yeah, is there anything defining for the outer? Is there, oh, yeah, okay, I mean, like I said, yeah, there's, on me. What do you uh, a lot of them have are planes specifically for various alignments. So, you have in the upper, you have places like Arcadia, mm. uh, Mount Celestia. Uh, Bitopi, Elysium. Bitopi? Bitopi. Uh, Elysium. I would like to dive a little deeper into Bitopi. You're going to have to give me a minute to look it up once I'm finished <laughs> listing these. Yeah, is, that's, that a, yeah. uh, the, is that a place? The Beastlands, Arborea, Easgard. <laughs> that's my thing. I'm going to start asking if it's a crypto. <laughs> is that a crypto name? I'm definitely going to start using <laughs> you that. You just made that up. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Is that a crypto? <laughs> Should I invest in that? <laughs> I got eighty bucks in Batipo. Topi. Topi. Elon Musk talked about it to the moon. Elon Musk. Isn't that his name? Ellen? It's Ellen. Don't church it up, son. <laughs> Try to say Elon. Yeah, no, there's no Elon. It's Ellen. That was uh, apparently someone running for school board. Hey, that's my plan. School board, city council. <laughs> State if Congress, city state Senate. If city I Comptroller. get a robocall from you, I know where to stab. Oh, it's no robo, brother. <laughs> I'll make real. sure that's on the fucking. So dial. yeah, uh, sorry, Batopia or B- the twin paradises of Batopia. Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> so basically, they represent uh, lawful good and neutral good. Okay, Elysium sounds. Can you have chaotic good? 
I guess, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Peacemaker is definitely <laughs> that chaotic. That's like good. the best example yeah. of yeah. that. I like, have literally, ever... like, like <laughs> absolutely. I've been watching that for a whole season. Yeah, exactly. Now. Yeah. Man, I would say, yeah, Peacemaker is that lawful good to the point he's lawful evil. Right. <laughs> oh, really? No, I would say he's chaotic good. Like, I, he doesn't care how many women children or whatever he has to kill and he doesn't always like he and he's gone off of the code like a he does chaotic things sometimes yeah 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 Yeah, he has good intentions great show so uh you asked chaotic good would be our uh an example of that would be arborea I don't What's know what that, that is. Yeah. I don't know. So sorry. it was one like of those. Lost me on it was that. one of those I listed as the upper outer plane. Oh, uh, you're so talking planar wise. There is a place it, called Arborea, Arborea, which is the chaotic neutral spot. No, chaotic, chaotic good. good. Chaotic good. Yes. Not what was it? But but Batoya. Batopia. Batopia. Wow. Batoya had instantly it. gone. It's just, <laughs> just. One headphone out the other. <laughs> so the. Beauty was almost overwhelming. The landscape embodying the lovely and peaceful and passionate. Is it permanent? The outer, the, the way I look at it, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but the outer planes aren't permanent. This is the way I look at it: is that they are coming to being and out of being based on the whims of the gods and the demons, kind of thing. Like I would say, are, they're permanent, but their form changes. Okay, at yeah, the that will makes sense. Of whoever resides there. So, if you were to the nine hells, where are those? Those are lower outer planes. Lower outer planes. Mm-hmm. Probably like, more solid than the higher outer planes. Like Avernus is a place. Like it's Avernus a sol- is definitely a place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a layer of hell. Okay. Are there, if you have the nine layers of hell, are there layers of the upper as well? Like the celestial. Like Mount Celestia, so, Elysium. So when you're talking about the are those layers, also outer realms? No, the, or outer the planes? layers of hell. Okay, yeah, uh, this is where I'm. I'm a little confused. <laughs> so where the, do those play in? The night. So, like I was saying, so we have the outer planes. These outer are planes. split between upper and lower. Upper being good aligned, and lower being evil aligned. Okay. So the nine hells would be a plane of the outer lower. It would be planes. nine planes? No, or just one not. plane. It's one plane with different layers. So you can almost think of it like the material and how we have, you know, sky, land, and then under dark. It's kind of an extension of that. Okay. Oh, so you there's just blew my fucking mind. So you're telling me the nine layers of hell are also that's all just one place? It's one plane of existence. I yes. did not know that. I always thought that was nine mm. different places to go between you would have to do this magnificent thing. I didn't know realize wow. it was just come down from the mountain <laughs> and you're wow. in some yeah. other plane of hell. I, I did think not it's know that, that. simple. Yeah. I mean, that's what he's saying. Air, water, whatever. I mean, it's the fucking layers of the earth is the yeah. same layers so, of hell. But because of because these outer planes are very tiny, wimey, intangible, uh, tiny, wimey. Yeah, uh, their their whole existence changes at the whim who of who controls it. So if you're looking at the nine hells, each layer is going to be different. Can compared to who's running it. Okay, so it might just not be a mountain to mm-hmm. the ocean to the cave. It might be who knows what, depending right. on who's controlling it, yeah, that be, area at that point in time. Distance, I would say Asmodeus the distances... or whatever. Right. Yeah, I would say distances in the outer planes are useless. Yeah. Uh, so if Asmodeus brought you to the Nine Hells, he could give you a tour of all nine layers in a day. Jesus. But that's if he wanted you there. If he didn't want you there, it could take 
months to get through one plane. Hmm. Okay. I understand that. No, no, no. That makes sense. uh, I mean, that tracks. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, since we're talking about the lower outer planes, yeah, let's go. The Nine Hells is one of them. Yeah, you have the act- most popular, probably the right? most yeah, popular. Was, yeah. yeah. So it's it's the Nine Hells and the Abyss are the two most popular. The Abyss is, is where demons, demons are come from. from. Oh. Yes. So okay. if you so read, the Blood War is the bleed over of those two. Is the yes, Abyss is, and the Nine Hells exactly? D and D makes so much more sense after six years. It does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> so you just need to start a podcast and get about fifty episodes in. Yeah. yeah. And then you get it. Then you get it. So then you also have places like Gehenna. I'm Ac- sorry. Gehenna. Ghana. Gehenna. Acheron. Is that a car maker model? Pandemonium? I think they beat the American soccer team in the World Cup. <laughs> We're terrible. Oh. So I, I, I'm i looking this up real quick because I'm pretty sure you guys have been to this one. The fuck? Oh, fuck. Duh. I seriously doubt that. We've been fucking around the material plane for pretty pretty long time. Yeah. No, you guys have. So uh, the last one I mentioned, <laughs> wait, Ac- Acheron. Wait, now I don't think we have. <laughs> now that you say it so assuredly. No, yeah. you guys have. Yeah, yeah, of course you have. So yeah, one of these lower, <laughs> so on. therefore evil <laughs> outer planes is Acheron. So yes. yes, yeah, you. So you guys have been to Acheron, which okay. is in the lower outer planes. It is. It basically sits at the conjunction of lawful evil and lawful neutral. Okay. So I like the mm-hmm. fact that like D anD D five E almost did away with with alignment, right? Mm-hmm. But it's still there in this. Yes. So I would say if you're trying to get away from alignment, don't even talk about the Don't even talk about alignment. This is just because it does, each of these embodies kind of an idea. Is this leftover from 3.5, So a lot of these are old, you know, between one, two, three. 5e hasn't discussed this yet. They haven't made a book 5e outer, outer planes. I think no, I just, mean you get a few. Yeah. yeah, you have like the descent into Avernus. That is one of the layers well, of hell. Tasha's cauldron, uh, or not Tasha's? What is it? Uh, Mornkind and Tome of Foes, mm-hmm. which deals a lot with demons and devils. It does, and it talks does about it the talk nine about hells, the hells, and it talks about the abyss. Oh, yes. and oh, the, okay. the sure, it, I didn't know. I didn't know if it did. I haven't. So, I, I yeah, remember it it's a big section of the book. I own the book. But I don't remember reading that part because yeah. I don't read. I don't read. <laughs> I don't read the books words I buy. Are, <laughs> words are difficult. <laughs> yeah, so Acheron is... You guys visited there. It is basically a plane of, of battle, okay. pretty much. Oh, we were there for like a second. Yes. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Because you decided to have the God of Chaos uh, take yeah. you somewhere. Anywhere. 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 That was Literally the phrase. Anywhere. As I soon as that was said, remember that. you guys all saw my face light up. <sighs> and they're like, wait a minute. What, what did Avalos say? what? What did Avalos say? <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Avalos, repeat that back. Repeat Where's the stenographer? stenographer? Roll that back. What, roll that back. <laughs> what did she say that roll got that him be- so excited? Yeah. Roll that beautiful beautiful. She said anywhere. She said anywhere. So he took us to a realm of anywhere. hell while a battle was over the edge. Yeah, and he he specifically did it as you guys found out later to uh, influence the battle slightly uh, in his favor. Yeah, well, because he was betting on it. That makes sense. If I was a betting man, yeah. I would do the same. So, but it is one of these lower outer planes because okay. it's related to its. So and this by one lower sits, outer planes. You mean outer plane that is lower, thus evil. Yes, uh, a lower as in like alignment chart. Yes, not physically lower. 
if you're look, I would say if you're if you're representing the wheel, the Great Wheel cosmology, it would be on the lower of the outer mm-hmm. rim. <laughs> okay, lower yeah. semicircle. And it sounds like a little three dimensional there. Yeah, it's kind of hard. It gets, uh, it gets weird. I don't know. If you go look up the Great Wheel or Great Tree cosmology, there are very good two D representations of these. Okay. Okay. So, but yeah, these are all realms of gods or. I don't know if you consider Asmodeus a god or a devil uh, yeah, prince. I, uh, some, I use him some as people a, consider him. A I god. use him as a god in my campaign. Yeah. yeah. So, or you know, he's the prince of devils. You sure do. Yeah. Oh, and campaign too. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, these places, their forms exist at the will of whoever resides over it. So, if you find yourself in Bahamut's plane of existence, it'll. That's you know, an upper. Yeah, it would be an upper. Upper outer. Mm-hmm. And it would. It may start off familiar, but the further out you got, it I like would just that. Be that is weird. Upper and lower based on alignment. Outer based on its placement in the. <laughs> you know world. what I mean? Yeah. Away from. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that may okay. That's and that's a good way and, to and that's the way I was saying is I like it because the the inner planes are very easy to, on the material plane. Relatively, it gets easy. a little. Yeah. It's hard to fall into an outer plane. Exactly. It gets a little metaphysical. Yes. So it's hard to fall through a portal yeah. into an outer plane somewhere. Yeah. Whereas, and especially once you fall into the outer plane, are you a good or evil person? Because that determines that, where you're at. That, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So that's a, another thing I found is if you are not the alignment, and this is uh, something that five, you know, 5e hasn't really covered because they're trying to get away from <sighs> the alignment. They definitely are. If you're not in the older versions, so two, three, four... If you are not the alignment, D&D. your character isn't the alignment of the plane you're on, you feel uncomfortable and yep. out of place. Yep. I yep. love it. So yeah. I do want to play one day before I die, which is in like 10, 20, years. 10 Yeah, exactly. 10 what, like, I would like to play a uh, two, two E <sighs> campaign. Oh, God. One the is, advanced D&D. When we it all might be have a fun a, one shot, I think all, so. yeah. When we all have a shit ton of time, like when everybody it. has enough time to learn the mechanics, exactly. Of, I would of say two e, two e is probably easier than three. Some about advanced D and D is like come it, on. that's like a lot to me. We're that's, like right there. To me, that's a, like a right life there. achievement for yeah. a, for a tabletop player. Like yeah. you know how like beating Dark Souls three is like a gamer yeah. achievement. I Us, beat Demon Souls the original on PS three. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. I've never beat any of those crazy yeah. like achievement games, but I think us playing. I know Tomb of Annihilation is one. Tomb of Annihilation is Tomb, definitely Tomb of Annihilation is like because something of the, because of the time. That's the that's the module that has the uh, time the timer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like you get like, you get ninety days or something. And I then think it's over. I think one of these days when we all have have something, I think we should try that because I think we could do it. Like a two e campaign. Yeah, I think we Ooh. should try to. I think we should all try to play Tomb of Annihilation. A Tomb of Annihilation is it sounds really good. That yeah, could be fun. I think second edition, the advanced D and D, like there's something special. about Well, that's that. what I was getting to. I yeah, think yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, uh, playing ad- advanced D and D is like a gamer achievement. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, getting back to your confusion about the nine hells and them being their own. There's so much planes or not uh-huh. so it says here so many of the outer planes were divided into layers infinite subregions that metaphysically overlapped the other layers of the same plane so any of these could be an infinite number of different layers sure. depending on whatever entity resides over it mm-hmm. just like gods reside over theirs mm-hmm. demons reside over theirs yeah demons or devils or whoever okay 
I'm so, a little I'm a little uh, thrown off on this because I would always assume that gods of D and D were a lot more powerful than demons of D and D. But the way you're making mm-hmm. it sound is that they're almost equal. It depends. Like on Asmodeus has the same amount of power as Bahamut. And that's I, that's why world, that's yes. why that's why I was asking like if you consider Asmodeus a god. I do. Yeah. Some people don't. Some people some people consider him just a you know just he's the prince demon. the great yeah. prince of devils. Mm. Uh, or devil, yeah. Yeah. Or you know whoever okay. the strongest demon is. Here's the is. thing: can he can they be statted? <laughs> the demigorgon has stats. Anything you can stat can die. Can be died. But but Bahamut doesn't have stats. Bahamut doesn't have stats? I can give Bahamut stats. Really? I thought Bahamut had stats Are there, already. I thought I thought if something didn't have stats, it was like too I much thought there to was, deal with. I specifically remember a picture of Bahamut with uh, as a as a male with a male human with canaries around him in a stat block. Like I've seen that page. Homebrew? Like, no, like, like I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about like actual Does that canon not exist? stats. I thought Bahamut existed as a stat block. Now anything on the internet can be can be made. I'm talking about things that's put in a book, things that are official. Fuck. Like the Demigorgon has official stats. Yeah. But Asmodeus, there's no official Asmodeus has official stats. Where? Oh, what, for in, sure. In He's the, got it in um, I don't think so. Oh, absolutely. Mm, in uh, show it to me. In Morden Kind of Time of Foes. Nope. No, I no, guarantee no, you. it's not Asmodeus. It's a whole bunch of the other princes. Oh, not him then. Nope. Yeah. So you would consider Asmodeus on the same yep. level as Bahamut? Yep. Yeah, there's no stats for book in the book for Bahamut. You know the, who does? Uh, Raven though? Queen you know who does have stats. Nope. You know who does though? Tiamat. Fucking bitch. Tiamat has actual stats. Yeah, she does. Like she can. That's that she, whore. <laughs> fucking whore. That whore. But yeah, uh, Bahamut does not have stats. So that's so that's a. That's overarching, too big to handle. I'd like to point out that I worship Bahamut at a point in time in my life where I knew nothing about D and D, and I based it all on Final Fantasy fourteen, and somehow it's all worked out to this point. Yeah, hey. even though <laughs> Bahamut is nothing like no, Bahamut. yeah, absolutely. So, I, and I just want to point out to your, uh, you know, does it have a stat block or not? Uh, there is a old book. From the eighties, oh. called. Well, if it is, I'm mean, sorry. Is it Deity, second edition? Deities and demigods. Well, if is it, it advanced Dungeons and Dragons? Did I just put us into the realm of killing gods? I think so. By running a two <laughs> E campaign. So, uh, deities and demigods was published in. It was originally published in 1980. That sounds uh, like eighty and D. Well, it was reprinted Carson. for three point five in 2002. Oh, that's definitely eighty and D. You don't want to go kill a god? Always. That's what I'm doing in Total War. That's what, that's what that whole campaign is. Killing a god. I want to find a copy of this so I can find out who's in it and who can be statted to be killed. Because, as I mean, if it's if it has a stat block in D&D, that means it can be killed. That means it can be confronted. It can if, be, as, a, as a DM listening to this, if you don't want something to die, don't give it a don't stat block. Don't give it a block. stat block. Nope. Don't, don't give yep. it health points. Nope. Don't give it nothing. Nope. Yeah. The minute you do, the players will find a way. Exactly. That's right. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yep. So, but yeah, the getting back to the, the your point on uh, the gods. Yeah, can we really got to. <laughs> we we got off on a tan- tangent here, but the the gods can be more powerful than the demons or devils or whoever because those are more splintered okay. than the gods are. Uh, but. You know, it, it it could just be they control their plane. Maybe their plane isn't as expansive as a god's plane is. Hmm. But they still sense. control over it. Okay. 
Well, I'd because, like to point out we've we've gone from the inner, which mm-hmm. is the elemental planes. Well, we, technically, we started with material, and we moved out into the outer. We've talked about cosmology. We've talked about the wheel. We've talked about the axis cosmology. We've so talked about what is it, the tree of life. The world tree. World tree cosmology. So we've, yeah, we've gone uh, way above and beyond what we thought we were going to do touching on planes. Oh, Lord, yes. So as an overview, as a, as a given of uh, beginning to end, where would you see level-wise, if you're running a campaign, generically, when do you want to start hitting these planes? What, when is a, and I know this is more of a how to deal with this kind of yeah. situation, but I'm just curious. Let me know your. It, it depends. Where do you start hinting at there's more than is, your material realm? Everything is situational. Should players understand that there's more than a material realm at level one? When, most, when do they start was, touching uh, on it? Most people don't are concerned with anything at level one. You're I mean, concerned you're, with you're where your next town, meal right? is yeah. coming you're from. You're saving the town. You're getting yeah, some cash. Right. You're yeah. not metaphysically. You're not. You're not there. I would say they're vaguely aware of maybe the upper outer planes, and maybe Gods. you know they're they may be aware of the nine hells. Like it that's could, what I was. You know, yeah. curse word. Oh, oh, hells! Damn it. Yep, yeah, exactly. Well, that comes yeah. from there being nine layers of hell. Yeah, I think I think there would be, you know. So you're saying you actually know more about the outer realms before you know about the inner realms. It could or just, inner planes. It would. It would. That would be something you have to work out at the various it, areas of your world, uh, wherever you're playing, because it could be your druid comes from a fair. tribe of druids <laughs> who are very in tune with the elemental planes hmm. and that they know that even at level one they so, know that I mean, there's know. there's I, an existence there they know that the the elemental planes interact with our world causing various uh disturbances or things to happen here uh, and it could cool. be that's and People, i think that wasn't that avalis thing in or not avalith um keyleth's thing in critical role is she had to go and touch uh various aspects of those planes as part her of her Aramente. journey yeah. oh really her Aramente, yeah. yeah she the the biggest one was she had to go to the the bottom of an ocean to get a stone from that was touched from the plane of water they had to not kill a kraken because a kraken was a it it was a vital part of the ecosystem there so they had to get this stone and bring it back like a some i can't remember what it's called but okay so when thinking about why we know more about the outer planes the inner planes because the outer planes tend to be more associated with religion so there's there's Mm, churches and and worshipers and people that talk about these things they're not a, and they probably yeah. don't know sp- the specific names of them. They know the gods reside in the outer planes. There's no yeah. one from the there's there's no town criers talking about the elemental plane of fire. Yeah, yeah. This but it's but it's a news of, from the city of brass. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, there's none of that. But there is someone on the side on the side of the road going, demons will come from Asmodeus. Uh, yeah. I could I could see a very high magic kind of you know. Uh, future Eberron style campaign where uh, like the city of brass has a straight like tram connection yep, yep, with right. the city on the yep, material yeah. plane. So you could get yeah. uh, yesterday in the city of brass, this yeah. happened, you know, water uh, was seen in the city of brass. Panic ensued. <laughs> right. <laughs> People come from their home. Fire elementals have no idea what's going on. Investigations. Now I love yeah. it. News from the wind lab. Now, now the city of brass has to be a fifty style place <laughs> with, with all. Okay. There's people walking around with with bowler hats. Yeah, yeah was it the, the city of a the, thousand pearls? Is just um, God damn it. Was it the place from Bioshock? 
Oh, I know, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yes, <laughs> it's rapture. Just, rapture. rapture, rapture. It's just rapture, rapture. from Bioshock. That's yeah. Exactly right. <laughs> yes, that's gonna be made a series. I think on Netflix. It is. It is. It's good. Yeah. Bioshock. Bioshock. Bioshock is yes. They don't know where it's gonna take place. If it's gonna be rapture, it needs to be rapture. Columbia, the, the floating city. But yeah. I, it's got to be rapture, right? Rapture is the best story. Be rapture, yeah. yeah, that's that's the one you could really take a number of different directions because that that shit shocked me. Couldn't do it when I was. Couldn't born. do it. I've played a lot of video games. Couldn't play Bioshock One. I played Bioshock Three, the Columbia. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do one. Oh, it so creeped good. me out so bad. Oh, it creeped, really? you out. creeped me out so bad. Yeah, it, dude. The the whole just the whole rabbit kindly, masks and yeah. the would you kindly thing. You I was kindly like, thing I can't. Got me. I can't. Yeah. I can't get it. It's too psychological. That's my sister's all time favorite game. Like mine is probably uh, Witcher Three. Like that's she would pl- she played that sixteen times. Oh really? Yeah. Infinite was good. I, Infinite yeah. was Infinite was my was jam. Good. I played Infinite. I uh, I like I like that because it was right more. It was it was also Infinite dealt with a whole more of like uh, what is real. I did you know the I mean? multiverse yeah. theory. Multiverse theory, yeah, mm-hmm. with the with the uh, lighthouses and everything, yeah. So I dug that. The rapture though, I couldn't. Uh, oh, yeah, oof, yeah. I could not get two steps into there. I was like, nope. Yeah, they were. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird. I played a lot of like crazy horror games. Was, you know. Uh, Resident Evil and all those. Really? Yeah, no problem. But uh, fucking rapture. What were, what were the big too, things called? Uh, daddies, right? What big was daddies. Big yeah. daddies, yeah. And then little sisters or something. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Couldn't do it. So uh, getting back to your levels thing for the planes. Yeah, what is, what is, your, so what is your... I find it funny you ask about that because if, if anybody has seen it, I'll plug it here, uh, Matthew Colville's stream with his guys, The Chain of Acheron. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've that, heard of that. That mercenary group campaign starts at i think it was level five or seven or something and they were mercenaries getting back from a contract in the city of brass wow so even that early they had traveled they started level five Mm -hmm. city of brass so and that was the whole thing is they you know gained levels by being mercenaries in the city of brass and then coming back uh, to the material that's a that's a good way to do it yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that was also I think that uh, one of the characters that died in like the first or second uh, session that they had was because uh, his of no his new character was a uh, Gith Yankee that had been captured at some point as they traveled I think they traveled through the astral sea or something. Hmm. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen it, but yeah, it was pretty good and it, it kind of set up that whole thing. And that was really early level to be tr- planes traveling. Yeah, very early level. Mm-hmm. So, Five but you could yeah you could set it up low. as early as you want. Yeah, that goes back to your how early would you think? Like, mm-hmm. and I, I would say let's take a standard quote unquote campaign. I would probably say ten. Oh, ten, really? Ten to me, ten to me is where you. Well, you, you start would hint wondering at it. about you the would hint planes. at it earlier. Yeah, yeah, you would know about it, but you you know you would start interacting with different planes. I think at that time you might run into entities, enemies, yeah. uh, NPCs. Yeah. Trying to make as much alliteration as possible. Yeah, there you go. Um, I'd split the difference. I'd see five, ten. I would say seven. I'd say seven is Where about you the time start you start hinting. hinting. At yeah, it's hinting at different yeah. planes. Oh no, hinting at. I'd start at the very beginning. Really? Yeah, I would start there and then kind of work my way up. Uh, and lore can be dumped on you at yeah, any I mean, time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I can dump yeah. lore on you six yeah, hours. Yeah, it depends yeah. on how your Better DM is. Notes. They can yeah. suddenly just throw a dragon at a level one party. That's right. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, but no, I like that fuckers because of the different, <laughs> the different ways you can run it. I mean, who's to say that a level two party can't accidentally fall into a par- uh, portal into, you know, the plane of fire or the plane of earth. There and can be low dreams. Level. 
Yeah. You know, dreams, nightmares. You know, and, those and are you things can do that, that play like, into yeah, the fae or divination shadow realm. and that kind of thing. Those all that whole magic realm leans itself very much into fleshing it yeah. out. So uh, the invisibility stuff uh, is very linked to ethereal. Uh, yeah. So see and the see invisibility allows you to see ethereal things. Yeah. True sight allows you to see uh, all over that yes, place. Yeah, uh, pretty wow. much all of it. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and I think true sight you can get pretty. What level is True Sight? True Sight is a level seven spell. Is it? Level I know five. Mark on five or seven all the time. Yeah, he does the uh, goo on his eyes. <laughs> Didn't he do that? He would wipe fungus on his eyes. Oh, it's eyes. a six level spell. Six yeah. level. Yeah. Yeah, he's made up a, there. He, he's made a, and that's part of the spell is you make a paste to rub yeah. uh, that gives you the True I Sight. I do True Sight, but in a different way. Mine would be blood. Mine is hitting yeah. a shield with a hammer. Is that your spell focus? <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna become a thing now. Oh, your sh- oh, oh, is that oh, your spell? Oh, is that your spell focus? No. So no, you. <laughs> yeah, you my, can. That's my bit. I would now. say you hint at it uh, if you plan to incorporate it into your campaign, and it's gonna be a part of it. You need start to. hinting at it. Mm-hmm. Lower the better, right? Yes. Yeah. So they're ready for it. The more foreshadowing, you I can think, do, the more Pale. you incorporate what magic is in your world. Yes. If you make it linked to the planes of existence and inner, outer, wild, whatever plane you want to do, if you tie magic to those planes. You're gonna have a great yeah. Campaign. We were talking about this before we started uh, yeah, this podcast yeah, yeah. before, where you you suggested tying uh, instead of having like a magical force that people tap yeah. into. Yeah, uh, your focus it. bleeds it through. You know yeah. what I mean? You have you have a special shield that has a an image on it that allows you to access the planes, the inner planes of elementals. Yeah. So you can call fireballs out of your sh- out of your shield. Yeah, or your your spell focus, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. whatever your spell focus is. And you is. tap into, and I think we skip. So there's a whole lot of planes we didn't cover here, and one of the things yeah. we were talking about pre-stream uh, because we were going over the para. Oh the, yeah, the quasi and the quasi yeah, planes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the quasi or interaction between the inner elemental and um, positive and negative energy planes, and there's easy a lot of to, elemental in, stuff there. Easy way to interpret it is if you add more of that element or less, or if you take right. away that element, mm-hmm. is the positive and negative. What would magic missile be? It's force damage, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think it would be anywhere tied to it. So where, yeah. That was my first thought was, yeah. You, so there uh, is elemental chaos surrounding the... Magic missile. Outer, uh, the... It, surrounding the inter, the inner elemental planes, you could just say it's pure force from elemental chaos. Yeah, yeah, Or... Air damage technically is force it, it damage. It could be, right? yeah. That's what I. That's what I always looked at. Is whatever force damage is, it's actually air. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's what I see force damage as. Huh. I've actually never thought about what I view it as. It's just like, like a white. There's, I always pictured it like a white explosion of just air. energy. Yeah, yeah, I've never I I've don't. never seen air damage before, so I've always assumed force damage. You seen no, I always air. I always see air as slashing. Slashing, yeah. Why not blunt? It could be blunt. Just physical damage is air damage. Yeah. Cloud punch. Yeah, I would say. Wouldn't yeah. that be force damage? Is generic physical damage? <laughs> and like you the start most, getting those the weird... most the most basic damage <laughs> you know actually is, is force, just force damage. damage. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, if you think about it, every, every kind of damage is force damage. Yeah. I mean, force you push of a the knife. fire. The force of a knife yeah. slashing me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this has been a great discussion. Yeah. Uh, you know, inner we, outer 
trees and outies and yeah, all, yeah. All, you know, reflections, nightmares reflections. and everything. We could sit here and talk for three hours. I mean, this is literally like a 10 hour. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. this one, and we'll probably, we're going to, we're probably going to cover uh, specific ones yeah. further on. Definitely yeah. check back in here. people. I, th- I think we'll do a, how to deal with this about like how to incorporate planar travel, planar missions, uh, different things you can do to make your parties go to certain planes if you want them to. Because uh, that's a... We could talk about this for a long time, but, you know, what... <laughs> As with everything in D&D, <sighs> uh, you, can, you can have your bird's eye view of things, and yeah. then the further you get, then, the more you can this is very much a bird's eye view. This right. is a touch on... Yeah. Right. This There's seems like we talked a lot, into. but yeah. we've skimmed over a lot of stuff here. Right. Right. So, final thoughts on what you what you took away from this discussion about the planes of existence, how they're connected, and how a DM sort of should look at about explaining them. Okay. Uh, for me specifically, it's what you know, what you don't know, right? And that that path or that travel from what you know to what you don't know is the planar travel. So you start in the material plane, that's everything you know, and then as you move further and further outward, it's the unknown. That makes sense. Right? So it's, okay, well, I don't know a lot about fire, so this becomes the realm of fire. But the further out I go, okay, now this becomes like a fire god that I don't even understand. It's beyond my ken. Beyond whatever mind Mm -hmm. I have. That makes, okay, I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's where I like to think of planar travel is is a understanding to a not understanding. And the further you get into not understanding... The weirder the more, things the get. The weirder things get. The yeah. weirder things. And the actual definition of weird. Like, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Got it. Michael? <laughs> no, I was just going to say, I. you have a very different take on it than I do. So I see uh, the... Oh, inter- you don't see it yeah. that way? No, the, I, I see the inner planes as the... This is what makes up the physical aspects of the world. Uh, whereas the outer planes are what make up the metaphysical aspects, the oh, thoughts, okay. yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the thoughts, dreams, same, inspirations, same, things like that. Yeah. Uh, so I see it as very, you know, relatively easily uh, to get to those inner planes, the elemental, positive, negative. Uh, whereas the outer ones, uh, that, that's a little bit tougher. That's hmm. you have to have your spells. You have to have something bring you there or something like that. Uh, you, you're not just going to fall through. a you know, right. a, a water pool and find yourself Whoopsies. in, <laughs> you know, Poseidon's realm. You jumped yeah. in a volcano and now you're in fucking Bahamut's realm. Right? Well. So, but there's a <laughs> there's so many aspects here and you can work in. There is so much uh, stuff that you can pull from in fantasy, science fiction, any number of different oh, things it's all you D&D, can work right? into. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, if if you find it and you like it, you can probably find a way to work it into your uh, homebrew realm or campaign. You sure or I might have to tweak. Agree. You might have to tweak more. I can't agree hard enough on that. No, yeah. no. Like if you find it and you like it, you can you incorporate can, it. Yes. So with me, I think about the the material plane as sort of the central thread, right? If you like, this is the starting point for how so, things are. Loki. <laughs> a little a, a little bit that was sort of like the idea of what it took but but then the the elemental planes come inwards to the material and give us the existence that we know and then the gods affect that in different ways 
the gods exist outside of that sort of. Can I ask you a pie. question on this on this theory of yours? Sure. If the f- elemental fly, the the elemental plane of fire went away, would that mean that fire doesn't exist I in would, the material I, plane? Maybe not completely. Not it just, exist. You can't I would light a fire. I, I would say. That is a great what question. What a hook for a party. That would what they go a, to light a what fire a at night freaking and it crazy thing. Light. What you're talking about, I what you're talking about right there is is like a major thing if I was to try to incorporate like the, the loss, elemental plane of the fire. The loss has of an elemental away. plane would be so crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, is I that would, a thing? I wouldn't take away fire. It would fire affect except, the material plane, right? I most definitely take, would affect the yeah absolutely would affect absolutely but I, w- I would say every fire spell is so diminished that it's one of those like oh we we can't use this like your third your fireball is still a third level spell but it does one d6 damage oh my god what one. if you had a campaign where the elemental plane of water went away and you have to solve it before you fucking die of thirst. Right, because all of a sudden there is no <laughs> there is like no water. Water goes away. Like oh, yeah. that would be cataclysmic. Cataclysmic. Yeah. <laughs> the oceans start receding. Like and just not salt yes, everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What you just described Holy is shit. That would be a cataclysmic clock. Why? For a campaign. And that's one of those like how in the f could that happen? And how could an entire realm just disappear? Yeah. And, and now we're seeing again, once again, how Justin's obsession with Final Fantasy bleeds into other. Things. Is that a thing? Did that Is that in Final Fantasy? Is that a thing? Fourteen, man. Is it? No fucking way. Salt? You don't know the, about that. Water no, goes the, away. The different aspects of the reflections have an influence on the source. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's what when they disappear. Right. That's when it. things have happened. Everything I know is from Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> He doesn't even know. I don't it. even it's know. It's so anymore. deep. You don't even know it. It's so deep. I don't even know. That's they said the flood. Was you got a problem. We got to intervene the major on you. Flood. Yeah. The one of the calamities was because one of the reflections went away, and it was uh, more aspected to. Oh my fucking god, Justin! The problem is that I'm also involved with a free company in Final Fantasy 14 who got mad at me recently because I couldn't uh, show up to a Blue Mage raid. Did they really? Oh my god! I felt so horrible, but like. Forbidden West had just come out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Forbidden like, West, man. Ah, I'm not. I'm not going. Oh, uh, with as big as they are on Elden Ring and stuff like that, that's they, the thing. They can't now, get mad. They at you literally for that. canceled it this last week because of Elden Ring. So I'm safe. Yeah, I'm safe. I there was a company that uh, they might have been in the company that made Elden Ring. They gave them a four day weekend to play Elden Ring because they knew the productivity would be so bad. I think it was. I think it was the freaking company that made Elden it, Ring. It yeah, wasn't Elden Ring. There was a. We got to wrap this up. Yeah, we do got to wrap it up. But there was a there was a company that was like, "You're all going to take off for this, so we might as well just give it all." And I can't remember the game, but it, it actually wasn't that popular of a game. No, I just read that about Elden Ring. Did you? Yeah. Okay, so great discussion. That can lead into so many yeah, other good discussions. Stuff. Good stuff. That's one of the things that makes D and D so great is that yeah. is that you can have these really far reaching concepts that can go down to small oh. missions. And I mean, this is like baby touch. You know what I mean? Yeah, this exactly. Is like, we just barely like, hey, Scratch this is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Like we we skipped over the quasi play. Oh, oh God. my lord, Jesus! There's yeah. a whole lot you can get into. Like Final. There, there could be anywhere from thirty-two plus outer planes. Yeah. So we'll probably, so we'll probably have some other discussions. Please come check us out on the podcast. We really appreciate any support that you guys come and give us. Yeah. You Smash know, that like button. That's right. 
you know, come check us out on Mondays on our, you know, stream where we play in great in a great campaign with a lot of different elemental touches. You know, that happens every Monday at twitch.tv backslash fantasy campground starting this week. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. Final thoughts on on the planes in two sentences or less. Uh, Ethereal is best. Astral is next. Okay. Just because he can go there. Yeah. I do like it. Shit's confusing, yo. Shit's confusing. The circle. It, it, it's a circle. It's a, <laughs> it's a circle. Time is a flat circle. Yeah. <laughs> this has been Lucas. Thank you guys so much. This is Justin. And I'm going to go find something attuned to the plane of booze. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Take care. Have a good one. Let's go to hell together. We can burn forever. I've got nothing better to do. You know that I'm not a rebel. I just know the devil can't be much worse than me and you. Let's let this motherfucker burn to the ground. I lost the love that I thought I found. Took all the money out my account. I bought Nathan, I bought a pound. Smoke it up. And I think of Volos. I don't know where my Volos is, but I'll find it. It's, I'm sure it's around. I just returned a Volos to the library. So, oh. well then. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm, do like you, I said, I think the one. odds of me getting another D&D group if this one completely falls through is pretty <laughs> right. fucking yeah. true. So we'll, it's like, we'll need the books you anyways. could just have them. Yeah. <laughs> just what, uh, fucking get rid of them. You worked for Pappas for a, lo- for, for a couple while, years. right? A couple years. Did you well, ever when have... I was 18, it was my first waiting table job. And then when I got out of the military, I went back. Did you ever have to go to those general staff meetings oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. did GSMs? you have to do those yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you know who loved those <laughs> i was gonna say fucking i, I know she loved i had a good time at them too then i had a good time yeah i'm 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 a rah-rah type person yeah. so they were good for those me yeah oh yeah i used to go cook i used to go cook for him when i worked at steph got insane with him she would be ridiculous yeah <laughs> like there we did one where it was like carry a raw fish or something like that and she was just like of course. And i'm like that's fucking gross <laughs> fucking gross i don't i don't do the ones that are gross yeah, they had one. They had one where we had to do some gross stuff, but other than that, it was pretty pretty mild. Whenever you're working with high school teenagers, they have I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Yeah. And they can't make them. They can't make them do shit. Like they couldn't even make them show up. No, they can make them show up for work. You can make them have fun games at seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's the stupidest thing. I never really understood the point of that. Other than to like, the theory was you build camaraderie so that people don't leave when a new restaurant opens up. Like to me, that was the only. What they were trying to accomplish is if a new restaurant opens up in the area, they don't want to bleed staff out. I took it as we want people to be nicer to each other whenever they're at work so that people will help each other. Wouldn't because just being at work longer have that same effect, though? No. I don't understand the little no, games. The, more I, the, longer I stood, the longer I stayed at Papa's, the less I helped people. Oh, really? Yeah. I was, because eventually it was like, I can do this whole fucking thing. I don't need to go help Susie Q bring her shit because she is on their phone in the back flirting with cooks. Yeah. You know, I got my own shit to take care of, you know. That's that's how I always took it was people don't work together in restaurants. Very rarely is teamwork a thing. So you try to build teamwork because in essence, a restaurant would be perfect if everybody helped do everything. But they don't. Because nobody, nobody human. wants to. Oh, well, yeah. No, I don't always, want to run food for you. No. The problem is once somebody gets in the weeds, it's yes. fucking game off you know what Absolutely. i mean because they just start screaming for things and you're yes. like dude i'm not helping you no, like, no i just want to see how far this gets <laughs> <laughs> i want to see how far you burn <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>